What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo eSports podcast, coming to you early on a Thursday afternoon. It's a weird time. It is a weird time. I almost forgot the intro. Like I was, I was when, when like the intro song was going and whatnot, and you were getting ready to unmute and press the buttons. I was sitting here thinking to myself, "Holy shit! I don't know how I'm going to start this. I'm scared." <laughs> oh my god! Yo, Taylor Swift's in the fucking chat. Let's go, baby! Hey, release your version of 1989, please. Please, release your version of 1989. Your best album, by the way. You know, my opinion. I love you, Taylor. <laughs> Red first. I know. I know. Okay. I know. What about fearless? I thought fearless was. Wait, is fearless not next? Is it red then fearless and then 1989? Is that what's going to happen? I know. Yeah. And it was a great rendition of Wild Street. So thank you for putting that out, Taylor. I appreciate that, Miss Swift. Uh, <laughs> uh, Halo Creation Fat Boy Slim. Phenomenal name. And Zarners, our boy, welcome back as well. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the live show. This is episode 202 for the week of September 26th. Yes, back in time, 2021. You know what? I'm just going to say it. The title of this show is Flights to Raleigh. Oh, nice. Yes. I like that. Yes. Good one. Get it? Because Raleigh is the event and then flights because of Halo Infinite flight, but we're also going to be taking a trip. Yeah. You know? Yeah. My name is Josh AK JK Fire. This week I'm joined by the man in the noob combo cob t-shirt. Will, aka I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you doing on this Thursday evening? I'm doing fine. That's good. Doing all right. How about yourself? Oh, I'm I'm fucking it's up, baby! Oh boy. Yeah. All right. We got lots of shit to talk about. Zarner says he's driving to Raleigh. Oh, baby. Oh man. Taylor says, I'm hanging with those cool Spartan uh, Spartan 5 program guys in Raleigh. See you guys there. Fuck yeah, baby. <laughs> you will see us there. That's, spoiler alert, we'll be there. Yeah. Both of us. Will's first event. My first Halo event. First event live in the flesh. Can't wait. Oh, man. It's going to be a, a hoot and holler and good time. It's going to be a great time. Yes. Fuck yeah. Uh, Halo creation says you'll be my eyes and ears. Hey, I mean, well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't fucking know what we're going to see or hear, but it'll be, it'll be something. Will, do you want to know what's coming up on this week's episode of the show? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's go through it. The greatest Halo player of all time has been revealed. Surprising literally no one except the number three spot might surprise you. The first Halo Infinite HCS event has been announced. It's HCS Raleigh, North Carolina. We're going, baby! Tournaments are recapped. Will's going to run through those. We have discussion around the first weekend of the second Infinite Flight. Uh, The second weekend is going to be starting up tomorrow, as a matter of fact. Although, we are recording this on a Thursday. So, just as a heads up... uh, Eventually, later today, at some point in time, so if you're watching live, this is for you. At some point later today, the the flight will go live, but matchmaking will not be available until tomorrow during the scheduled windows. So, like, you'll have access to the academy, 
Um, you'll have access to the customization options, uh, the battle pass, the Halo Waypoint app, which is actually available right now. We're going to talk about that soon. Um, so yeah, you'll have access to some things like you were last time, but uh, matchmaking will not be available until the actual scheduled times. Uh, so yeah, we're going to talk about our experience with the first weekend of, so last weekend really, of the second infinite flight. And then we'll round things out, of course, with some video games. So without Will, without further ado, Will, without Will, I'm just kidding. Will's here. You're not going anywhere. You stay here. Stay here! Without further ado, it's time for some competitive news. SWAT Nation cancels event, unfortunately. But this is by SWAT Nation. After the news of the infinite flights being back-to-back weekends, we have decided to cancel our fall bloom event. We'll be announcing our next tourney very soon, so keep an eye out. I don't think it's been announced yet, so I haven't been able to see it, so uh, yeah. Liquipedia Halo page is officially live. This is by Liquipedia. We included a link in the Google Doc, Google Doc, Google Doc of the show notes of the show, exclamation point, show notes chat. I think the link is updated. It should be. I hope it is. Yep. But uh, the, the link is in there, so check it out. Obviously, it's kind of bare bones right now, but things will be updated as announcements take place, as tournaments take place, so on and so forth. Tournament announcements by Drip Drip Double and Plaz over on Twitter, and I quote, it's a Headhunter SWAT FFA. Deadline is October 8th at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with the uh, tournament date taking place on October 9th at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Format is FFA Halo 5 SWAT. Weapons include Magnum, BR, DMR, Halo 1 Magnum, and Halo 2 BR. Some spicy weapons mixed in there. And there'll be a double elimination tournament with a $250 prize pool. So check that out and compete if you're interested. Next up, Snakebite announces an infinite clip competition. This is by Snakebite. So this is a, this is old news, right? But um, still wanted to hit on it because the prize pool was increased because the Sentinel's backing it as well. Just a really cool way for the community to get together and uh, show off some clips. So the rules were... Submit your best Halo Infinite PvP clips via hashtag SnakeBite2K on Twitter. No pros or former Halo pros are allowed to enter. That's awesome. Entries closed on the 27th of uh, September. The top five clips each receive $400. And SnakeBite will have a stream today, if it hasn't already taken place, I'm sorry, uh, to pick the winners. So congratulations to said winners. And uh, enjoy your $400 each. Pretty fucking awesome. Will, here we go. The HCS Top 25 Greatest Players of All Time. Number five through number one. Will, can I get a drum roll, please? At number five, we have Royal 2. Will, can I get... I'm just just kidding. We don't need to do it for each one. I'm kidding. I was kidding. At number four, again, this this is where a little bit of contention came in because a lot of people thought that this individual is going to be number three or or potentially even number two. Um, I got your pistola coming in at number four. At number three, it's snake bite. Number two is lethal, which of course leaves number one as it's a tie with the set of twins. I'm just kidding. It's over two, ladies and gentlemen. Obviously. It's Ogre 2, the greatest of all time, uh, the winningest player, I believe, in Halo's history. And uh, we included the links to the 
those five players videos that the HCS made. Um, Go watch those and then watch numbers six through 10 as well. They're all phenomenally well done. Um, And yeah, just binge those videos bask in, and just reminisce about all the good times that happened and look forward to all the good memories that are going to be made with going back to the roots because what a fucking segue by me. The next and first HCS event for infinite is the kickoff major in Raleigh 2021. Yes. Yeah, baby. This is by the HCS. I'm going to read through the article. Here we go. In February 2020, the Halo community joined us at DreamHack Anaheim for what would be the last Halo esports event for nearly two years. A lot has transpired since then, as we've all been impacted by the global pandemic in some way. When Halo Infinite was originally set to release in 2020, the HCS roadmap we were building at the time was almost completely online, with no LAN events in sight. With Halo Infinite's release moving to 2021, the proliferation of vaccines around the world, as well as regulations and health policy changes, we knew it was time for us to bring the Halo community back together again. As originally stated, one of our goals is to release the entire first-year roadmap for Halo Infinite Esports before competition begins. This is still the case, and we're on track to deliver that to everyone in the ecosystem, and all of that will be arriving in the coming months. Plural. However, because the first event is just around the corner, we wanted to ensure we released that information first so that fans and players were able to prepare in time. Beth, thank you for the 17-month resub. Woo! Ooh, indeed. Appreciate you, Beth. Welcome back. Good to see you. you no, know, I'm, I'm sad I lost my woo emote. Who's, whose was it? Lupo. Oh, 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 womp, womp. <laughs> yeah. So it sounds like we need a woo emote. Maybe we do. To replace Lupo's woo emote. Today, not today, This we're talking about this after the fact, but fuck it, today, we're excited to announce the HCS kickoff major taking place in Raleigh, North Carolina on December 17th through the 19th, 2021, with a starting prize pool of 250 thousand dollars once again the halo community will be united under one roof in this time with an entirely new halo game to play and watch in tried and true halo esports fashion the hcs kickoff major will feature an open bracket seating for spectators as well as full main stage and featured stations for pool play and the championship bracket to ensure a world-class experience on site and for viewers at home we have enlisted none other than esports engine to operate the event with us. Spectator, spe, spectator, spectator and VIP tickets for the big event go on sale tomorrow, September 29th at 10 a.m. Pacific time. They are already on sale and update. The VIP tickets sold out in three minutes. Yeah, that was nuts. Yes, but G- will. GA's like 70, 75% sold right now? Yes, that is what Tashi has stated earlier today. So if you have not gotten your ticket yet and you plan on going as a spectator, buy a fucking ticket. And they are they said they are not increasing Correct. the amount they are giving out. So Correct. Um for those who are competing, um it is confirmed, Tashi has confirmed that uh uh team passes include a, a, co- a spot for a coach. 
so a coach doesn't have to purchase a separate ticket. Oh, that's nice. Um, but those tickets will be available at a later time. And I think that's talked about here, we'll, but we'll talk about it in a minute. All right. There are going to be some important differences in how this event will be operated as the health and safety of our players, fans, and staff is of the utmost importance. Please continue reading for more details. Well, I will. COVID protocol. It's important to remember that all around the globe, we are in all... We are all in some shape or form living with the realities of a world where COVID-19 and the numerous new variants that still exist. We've been working closely with eSports Engine, the Microsoft Security and Events teams, as well as the venue and local government in Raleigh. And we, but we need the help and cooperation of the entire Halo community. So for entrance, to enter the venue, all attendees and staff must attest to their health status each day. Entrance into the venue will not be allowed without attesting each day and no exceptions will be made. All attendees must also present proof of vaccination as well as a photo ID each time they enter the venue. For those not vaccinated, you must provide proof of negative COVID-19 PCR test results from within at least the prior 72 hours each day along with a photo ID each time they enter the venue. Per state law, Masks will be required to enter the venue. As per usual, security will be on site conducting bag checks and all attendees will be required to pass through metal detectors each time you enter the venue. Please be aware that no backpacks or large shoulder bags will be permitted inside the venue and patrons should be prepared with clear bags to be checked by security. In the venue. Inside the venue, masks must remain on all attendees, including players and staff, at all times without exception. This is a local legal requirement. It's also critical to note that the COVID-19 landscape is ever-changing, and we will do our best to keep you posted on the very latest event updates right here in this blog, as well as on at HCS on Twitter. We are always going to prioritize the health and safety of all attendees and staff, and we'll do our best to take necessary measures within our power. Sound good? Event format. Before we jump into the details about format, we want to acknowledge that the news today for competitors will likely spark many questions, including ones about qualifiers, how teams get into pool play, points and stakes, how it fits into the overall roadmap, and much more. Today's blog is meant to set the table, share the details about location and dates so the community can plan to attend, and we'll have much more information to share in the future, including answers to those questions and more. So this does not answer those questions. All this will be shared alongside the entire season roadmap so that you can see how everything fits together and is interconnected. So let's jump into what we can share today. Just below is the standard HCS major format that will be used in, up, in the upcoming season, and below that is the slightly modified version of the format that will be used at the HCS Kickoff Major Raleigh 2021. So, the standard HCS Major format that will be going alongside all events. Not this one. Open bracket. Big open brackets where any team can sign up and compete in the tournament are part of Halo Esports' DNA. And we hope to see more teams competing this season than ever before. This will be a double elimination bracket where the top eight teams will move on to the next stage in the tournament. The top four from the winner's bracket moving forward into pool play and the top four from the elimination bracket or lower bracket moving on to the championship bracket starting in the elimination bracket portion. 
The HCS majors are global events and will be open to players from around the world. Pool play. We'll be providing accommodation and travel stipends for 16 qualified teams made up of teams from North America, Latin America, Europe, and Australia and New Zealand. Teams will be drawn into four pools of four. Well, they'll be joined by, with the top four teams from the open bracket to play in a single round robin format. The top two teams from each pool will go into the winner's portion of the championship bracket. The third place team will go into round three of the elimination portion of the championship bracket. And the fourth place team will go into round two of the elimination portion of the championship bracket. So no teams are actually eliminated at that time. And finally, the fifth place team in each pool will go into the first round of the elimination portion of the championship bracket. They will start in the first round and will face off against teams coming from the elimination portion of the open bracket. If it sounds confusing, don't worry. They, they'll take care of it. Championship bracket. Ultimately, a 24-team double elimination championship bracket style will determine the tournament winner. This is the culmination of, the, of both the open bracket and pool play and the winner will take home the lion's share of the $250, a $250,000 starting prize pool. Think you got what it takes to, champ, to make the championship bracket? And finally, free-for-all. Once the open bracket has concluded, we'll be hosting a free-for-all tournament with a $5,000 prize pool open to all of those in attendance. More format info will be provided at a later date. You get, I don't know. I'm still contemplating. So with the VIP tickets, you're able to enter the free-for-all. I mean, as anyone else in attendance, but yeah. I think you get to sign up early or something like that. Anyway, I'm deciding if I want to get my, my, my teeth kicked in and just at least say that I competed at an HCS event once. Hey, Zarners, are you signing up? Zarners, do it, Will. I want to know. I also, like, I know that we should be walking around engaging people as well. So I don't want to be tied I'll, to a tournament. I'll do that. You you go play. <laughs> you win us. You win us the trophy, and we can just hoist it right here. Sure. It'd be like, look, sure. podcast hosts can play too, bitch. Yeah, that's right. it. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. So what, what do I grind? Do, like, do I go? Do I hop on H5 free-for-all right now? Or do I, oh. do I just wait for infinite and then have a week and a half, two weeks to prepare like, this is it. All right. How funny is that? That it's like the, the event is literally well, that's the thing. just it's, over it's, a week from launch. Strategy. You can implement strategy from whatever past hails, however you want to look at it. But it's really going to come down to who's lucky and who's got the best shot. Zarner says, I'm planning to compete as long as my eyes hold up. And don't worry, Will. You'll have plenty of time to hang out, especially Sunday. Yeah. There you go. Will's competing. HCS kickoff major modified format. Do I have to bring my own controller? Just make sure it's plugged in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Spartan. Also, happy birthday. It's, Can I, it's his birthday. Today. So I play on some weird settings. I wonder if, if like, do I sign into my own Microsoft account and then my settings would transfer over? I thought that if you're in... We talked about this because this was in an eSports ecosystem blog. Yeah, because it would take too long, right, to get everyone set up on their, yeah. their stuff? Yeah. I forgot how they're, I already forgot what they're handling that. Um, use those pre-makes on H5 to prepare Kappa. Sforgers are doing a wonderful job, though. They absolutely are. Zarner says, my best guess was that they had the date for the event locked down before the game's release date was finalized. Yeah, I think you said that in Discord, too, if I'm not mistaken. Um, 
You Zarn is that. So you're talking about elite controller settings? Yeah. Do you can I know you can program the elite controller to for buttons to be other buttons. Yeah, and then when you plug it in, it should just save the profile on the controller itself. Yeah. So it should be good to go. But I yeah. I went into the infinite settings and was like, no, my RB is B. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I remapped the controls. So I think what you need to do is do the just do the profile. Do the profile yeah. on the controller itself. Um so the modified format includes because of a, the limited window between game release and Raleigh and B the inclusive spirit of the HCS. We have a modified format for Raleigh that expands the championship bracket from 24 teams to 32 teams. In other words, this tournament's going to be a fucking monster. It's going to be a long tournament. Holy shit. So for the open bracket, the top 16 teams from the open bracket will be entered into the championship bracket with eight from the open bracket winners added to the championship winners and top eight from the elimination portion of the open bracket added to the elimination portion of the championship bracket. For the pool play, we'll be providing accommodation and travel stipends for 16 qualified teams made up of teams from North America, Latin America, Europe, and Australia, New Zealand. Um, that That's all the same but this. The top two teams from each pool receive a bye and are added to the second round of the winner's portion of the championship bracket. The bottom two teams from each pool are added to the first round of the winner's portion of the championship bracket, where they will compete with the top eight from the open bracket. Championship bracket. In the end, a 32-team double elimination-style championship bracket will determine the tournament winner. And, Yeah. The winner will take home the lion's share of the $250,000 starting prize pool. Zarn says, I'm pretty sure the controller's memory remains, and you uh, usually get a couple minutes to get your settings tweaked beforehand. Just know exactly what you use. Even when we were late for main stage one time, we had enough time to get the settings changed. There you go. All right. Venue, tickets, team passes, and refund policy. The venue is the Raleigh Convention Center. Uh, address is 500, uh, 500S Salisbury Street, Raleigh, North Carolina, 27601 in Hall B, as in boy. Bravo. Nice. Yeah. yeah. In wonder, boy, you kind of were there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> starting tomorrow. Okay. Spectator tickets are available for purchase. I don't need to say it's starting tomorrow because it's there now. Um, there are a few different packages and promotions, but since VIP is sold out, I'm just going to say what the general admission includes. Entrance into the event for the entirety of the tournament. Access to compete in the free-for-all tournament at no extra charge. And the price is $50. Five zero. And yes, you're right. For VIP, it's early registration for free-for-all. Yeah. 30 minutes before general. Yeah. Early so, entry to the venue. Get dedicated entry line at check-in. Access to VIP lounge. Oh, you're just going to read them anyway. Limited edition VIP credential. I'm excited for this. Uh, you, you just feel, yeah, you feel. <laughs> I got I got a VIP. I never get tickets, right? Like anytime I try to do something like this, like was it the, the Xbox, the PlayStation? I waited forever. I got something on the first try and it. I'm proud of it. All right. D- question for you. Yeah. Did you reload the page? And then you saw tickets were available? Yeah. So I didn't. Oh. I uh, I refreshed at noon, mm-hmm. our time. It was 10 a.m. Pacific, so noon central. I refreshed at noon, 
They didn't. It's it still said see details. Oh, I clicked on that yeah. and I was able to buy it from there. Yeah, that's what I did too. Okay, okay. That's what that, yeah, it didn't show up on that main page. I yeah. just clicked that see details. Yep. yep. So we might have lucked out there. We may have. Yeah, but fuck it. Yes. What else we get? Limited edition VIP cringe. I said that one. Early access <laughs> to the free for all competition registration. Thirty minutes before general admission. Exclusive production tour, including photo op on main stage. Hell yeah, we're getting a photo op on main stage. I we love are. it. And you know my nerdiness gets to see a production tour. Will is our sexy producer of the show. So. <laughs> um, a chance at being one of two VIP ticket holders to play in a special show match on Saturday night. That'd be pretty cool. It'd be, it'd be pretty neat. It'd be pretty neat. How neat is that? Pretty neat. Oh my God. And that's, that's what you get. That's what you that's get. What, I'm excited. For I, hundred bones. I forgot to do this next part and I'm kicking myself for it, but you know, Oh, I did. So I, uh, I was too excited about getting the ticket. Fun fact about this. I don't know if this is a glitch or not. I'll, we'll talk about it. But, uh, so partner team codes, uh, as announced last month, we have nine partner teams that will be competing in the HCS at launch in order to provide extra value to fans and also allow fans to support their favorite teams directly. You can use any of the below codes at checkout to receive a 10% discount on your tickets. When you save 10%, the team receives 10%. And the teams include, well, the codes include Phase, Envy, Space Station, E United, Navi, G2, Cloud9, Sentinels, and Fnatic. So you said you didn't use one. I forgot. So I, I was too, I got in. I was, no, you're fine because I bought two tickets mm-hmm. because just in case Natana wanted to go. Uh, so I bought, I got a VIP and a general, right? So I, I was going to use the code envy because Ola and uh, so I was going to use the code envy and I typed it in. It said, you can't use this on more than one ticket. Oh, yep. So I'm like, well, fuck you then. And I just bought them at base price. Uh, Because like, I I was afraid I was going to lose the the VIP ticket if I did. So, um, yeah, I, I I typed so fast through that. So fast. (laughs) Anyway, we're in there. That's um, oh, I love it. Oh my God. So team passes. Here you go. Team passes will go on sale November 17th. That is a good chunk of time after now. Um, we'll have more details on price, where to purchase, how to register your team and more at that time. I bet they'll have like the, the uh, website set up at that point, sure. like the, the overarching website for all the events. Yeah. I bet that's what sense. they're going to use. Sense. Yep. Um, we want to note that all teams will be required to purchase a team pass, including those starting in pool play. Once those teams qualify for pool play ahead of the event, we will provide a refund. That's really fucking cool. Refund policy, as mentioned above with circumstances during the pandemic are ever changing. For the HCS kickoff major, we will have a full refund in the case of the event being canceled or if spectators will no longer be allowed. For any questions regarding the refunds, you can email hcseventsna at ee.gg. Divine Mind, welcome back, by the way, says, same, I bought three VIP tickets and it was the same deal. So you were not able to use the the discount code either. That's, that's, huh. Hmm. I wonder if it's just an oversight. I don't, yeah, I don't know because... from the from the oh. limited wordage in the article, they say 
on your tickets. Yeah. I, I also, I heard from some other people as well, or just, I should say, I saw on Twitter yeah. that this is one of the first times you were able to buy more than one VIP ticket. Like oh. a lot of people were saying like you usually limited to one, you were limited to buying one VIP ticket. So like if we, you and a couple other people wanted to go, you all had to individually buy your tickets. Got it. So, yeah. so I, I initially tried to use code divine mind. <laughs> Only jokes. I, yeah. yeah. Um, huh. So I'm curious. I'm curious if that was the mix up that normally. Maybe. Anyway. Maybe. Um, conclusion. It's been a long time coming, but Halo Infinite and the first event are just a few months away. Soon we'll all be playing some Halo on LAN, watching the best players in the world duke it out for the first time, and of course creating unforgettable moments together as a community. We hope you'll safely join us in North Carolina later this year. And yes, we said it before, we'll say it again, we will be there. Both of us will be at Raleigh together. Um, what is up, Frumpy Apollo? Holy Whoa. shit, what a great name too. I love it. Love the concept. I'll one. tune in frequently. Thank you so much and welcome to the show. And thank you for the follow as well. Greatly appreciated. Also, let's fuck. You know what? Fuck it. Let's catch up on follows that we've missed. So Iberg, uh, Jamar Wrangle, V Dark Matter, Taylor Swift, uh, Chris Pog, and Frumpy Apollo. Thank you all so much for the follows. Welcome to the live show. Welcome to the community. Hope you enjoy your time. Welcome. Welcome. Enjoy the ride, motherfuckers. Um, there's Jamar. Welcome. Everyone says it that way. Am I an asshole? I just said it wrong. Then Rangel. J Am I saying Jamar wrong? Fuck. I feel like an asshole. Yo, no, what the fuck? Yo, <laughs> Halo creation. Halo, what, the, what are you doing? What the five fucking gifted subs? Good Lord. Yo, thank you so much. What the hell? This is two weeks in a row. What is happening? God damn it, dude. Thank Calm you. Calm down. Oh, my God. Ah. Holy moly. Halo creation with the five gifted subs. Let's get five woos there. Woo, 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 woo. Oh, shit. Divine Mind with the gifted sub to Straight Dad J. Woo. There's <laughs> another one. Wait, that was only five. No, you got it. You got okay. Now we're getting extra woos. Oh shit! All right. Also, uh, Taylor oh Swift, Homesick, Divine Mind, Silos, and Deadbolt. Give a shout out to Halo Creation for the gifted subs as well. You wanted to get your own? Oh, it's unfortunate. Sorry, <laughs> but hey, it is what it is. Thanks for the gifted yes, sub. Thank regardless. you so much. Oh my god. God, for those who are listening to the audio version of the show, I apologize for going off, but you know. The, the Twitch chat's popping off, so get the fuck in here next time. <laughs> just kidding. If you're, if you're, even if you're just listening to the show, thank you. Thank you for taking the time to do so. We appreciate it. Will that's everything I'm to lose? Your upcoming turns of the week presented by noobcombo.com. Hey, the shirt is here. Yeah. Make sure to check out noobcombo.com for our Halo Esports needs, but no merch. And, uh, as I'm wearing a shirt. <laughs> well, you, actually, like a exclusive shirt. You can't, you can't buy them. You can't. You cannot buy them. Right. You cannot buy them. We have two tournaments for you, presented by NoobCombo.com. On Sunday, October 3rd, the eSports Arena Halo 5 4v4 is taking place. And 
the last the last set of tournaments before the Halo Infinite event. Not Raleigh, but the blue team tournaments road to infinite Halo 5 FFA qualifier number one. So they'll have a first, a second qualifier, and then the championship, and then they'll round up the winners and put them together, and they will compete for their share of a prize pool for the Halo Infinite finale. It's going to be a fun time. Um, Frumpy says, God, I, I'm going to fucking laugh every time I say that name now. Uh, Apollo state. I fuck. I like frumpy frumpy states from the info I've gathered so far. Teams will be able to have a set forum to post, etc. I'm excited to compete. Catch y'all later. Hey, you have a great day Frump. And, uh, I just love that name Fr- frumpy so bad, but like, Oh, it's so good. <sighs> That's it for upcoming service with week presented by noob combo. Check out NoobCombo.com for all your halo esports needs. But no merch yet. Who the fuck knows when that's going to happen? Matty! I don't think he's going to... I don't think he's going to show up if I say his name right now. Matty Rums! No, I don't think he's here this week. (laughs) I don't think he is either. I think he's busy. That motherfucker. Will, what do we have next? Roster! Ooh, yeah. (laughs) Nice addition. Love it. (laughs) Thanks. From the info we've gathered, we have contract signings are taking place, all right? You know what that sounded like to me? Huh? When you said from the info we gathered, it sounded like a Boston accent. From the info we gathered. Gathered? Gathered. All right. I can't do a Boston accent. What the fuck am I trying to do right now? Good Lord. Go ahead. Um, apparently Falcated and Boobadoo have signed. And I, and I we think don't. they're on the same team, right? It's, yes, I'm pretty damn sure they're on the same team. So it sounds like, and their, their tweets came pretty close together. Yeah. So who knows? We'll have to see. Wait and see. Yeah. We have to wait, have to wait first and then see. Yeah. <laughs> there will be time between now and when we see. D- God we'll damn it. Waiting. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking saying's been drawn out so long. Good lord. Oh. Divine Mind states we're in the process of signing our Australian team. Claps in the chat. Claps in the chat. Fuck yes. Let's go. I hope you guys are one of the teams that are invited. Um uh Are you competing at Raleigh? Are you going to have a team that competes at Raleigh? Divine Mind? I don't want to jump to conclusions. That's what I'm asking. Wish I've known we were invited to this first event. Uh, Would have had it locked in. Yes, 100%. Nice. Can't wait to fucking see you. I hope if you're going to be there personally, we're going to meet, we're going to shake hands, and we're going to hug if you're comfortable with it. It all depends. I'm a hugger. Are you? I just want to hug you. Yes. <laughs> yes, he is. I'm just. You guys, you guys just fucking know me for how long now? <laughs> God. Uh, Even if it's not the team that they pay for it. Well, I fucking. Oh my God. Hugging a beer for sure. Fuck you. All right. Man. We got to hit up Tony too. If he's going to be there. Oh, yeah. He's got first round 
That he did say that. You did. Fucking hold him to that shit. All right, all right. <laughs> In a joking manner. I'm not going to make him pay. Um, and then uh, <laughs> mo- moving on to the last piece here, uh, Nemesis team. Our boy. Yeah. Well, we well don't, he doesn't know us, but like Minnesota. He was from Minnesota. He moved, didn't he? Well, he's always from Minnesota, but yes, he yeah. did move. Yeah. Anyway, it's going to be Nemesis, Nebula, Burton, and Destroyed. Nemesis and Destroyed have teamed for a long time together. Yes. Um. So it's really cool to see them back. And yeah, Nebula and Burton are good players too. So excited for this. Very excited. All right. That's it uh, for Roster Mania so far. Natana is in the chat and she says, that's a false statement, Josh. Saying about, about me the being hugging? a hugger. I just don't hug you. Oh. That's my wife, no. ladies and gentlemen. Oh, no. He's a, he's a picky hugger. That sounded really weird. It did. <laughs> I only like hugging people I don't know. If that couldn't have sounded weird. <laughs> All right, moving on to tournament league recaps. We'll start off with Esports Arena Halo 5 4 before results in fourth place. We have Team Next X. I don't know. Next X? I'm going to go with Next X. It's simply Fear Me, Carmea, Fluriously, and Scariotic. Third I, place, taking home 100. Bu- oh, was I, I was just going to say, I hope Maddie fucked that up. In third place, taking home 100 bucks was Kansas City Pioneers, Tolik, Super CC, Druck, and Soul Snipe. Second went to the Pittsburgh Knights, taking home $300. Uh, Gambino, Tapping Buttons, Drift, and Atso. In first place, went to Fire and Ice, $600 to them. Magico Noble, uh, Lunagot, and Seabass. Sure. Sebas, if it's not. I, I'd heard Seabass before in some. Seabass. It's. Or I'm down for that. Sebus. There's Sebus. a reason why. I don't know. There's a reason why you go through this because it's your interpretation of what it is. <laughs> Therefore, whatever you say is now fact. All right. Just like, uh, what was the cat one? A strange cat versus uh, a savage cat. A savage yeah, cat. Yeah, a strange, strange cat. cat. And, and he liked that. And he went to the next tournament as a strange cat. <laughs> See, it just worked out. All right. You have that influence. I guess so. <laughs> Next up, Blue Team Tournament's Road to Infinite FFA Series. Halo 4 Championship. The most competitive Halo ever made. Halo 4. Will said it. Clip it. (laughs) Clip it. It's not just me making fun of this fucking game. In eighth place, it was Munoz. Seventh, Mudshot. Sixth, Adamant. Fifth, Operated Orc. Fourth, went to Forceful. Third, taking home $50, was Mushworld. Second, 150 bucks, Porky J. And first, taking home $400 was Suspector. I notice a name that's not on that list. King Nick? King Nick. He wins everything, FFA. He's been dethroned. All right, last tournament we got here. Halo Infinite Kill Race by Money Tuesdays. Money Tuesdays, which was on a Saturday. Well, you know, I think. Had, yeah, that or Sunday. Yeah. I think. Sunday? I mean, we I we didn't have the flight on a Tuesday, so correct. We just had to make it work. Correct. In sixth place, Druck and Soul Snipe, uh, four hundred forty-four kills. I, I just like that even number across the board. It's a good number. And then two hundred sixteen deaths, one hundred and seven assists. Uh, they played seven Slayer and six objective games. In fifth, Flame Sword and Shale, or. What's uh? What's the other Nikoski? name? Nikoski. Nikoski. Yeah, he also went by Nico Shaley at one point. So I see the correct. I see the, yeah, the translations yeah. here. I just like Shaley. Yeah, I agree. 
That's my yeah. favorite one out of the out of the few. What? When, every time I say Shaylee in my head, hold on. Divine Mind says, I got a peace out, boys. Have a great rest of the stream. Thank you so much, Divine Mind, for tuning in. Hope you have a great one, and we'll see you in motherfucking Raleigh. Yeah. And obviously, we'll probably see you in other live, live shows. Um, every time I say Shaylee in my head, what is the, what, an Irish, like, not necessarily weapon, but like, you know what I'm talking about? No. I'm just going to be, no, I have no idea. I have idea. to butcher the fuck out of it. Shillelagh? Is that what I'm thinking of? What? what am I thinking of right now? It's an Irish thing, I thought. Isn't it? Am I being dumb? Guys, don't make fun of me right now. Am I being dumb? I think I'm being dumb. I'm so sorry to derail this too. It's just every time Shaylee. I feel so fucking stupid right now. Not because of Shaylee. Shaylee, you're great. Why am I dumb right now? I know what you're saying. I got because it. I'm thinking of like I'm thinking of like a WWE wrestler from way back in the day. Who had one? What was his name? Shalala? No, not Shalala. That's what it says it is. Is that what it is? Shalala? Anyway, we're off the rails again. Can, can I run through the stats while you're looking up? Yeah. Flame Sword and Shaylee. 464 kills, 188 deaths, 152 assists, 13 Slayer games, and 11 objective games. So they... Shillelagh. That's it. I was right. But it's... it's No, it says in Wikipedia, Shillelagh. I did Google Translate. Well, Google Google Translate's a piece of shit. All right, whatever. It's a wooden walking stick and club or crudgel, typically made from the stout, knotty blackthorn stick with a large knob at the top. It is associated with Ireland and Irish folklore. I was fucking right. Moving on. In fourth place, we had Ace and Stress. 492 kills, 140 deaths, 122 assists. They played nine Slayer games and seven objective. In third, Frosty and Renegade. 505 kills, 176 deaths, 100 assists, 12 Slayer, and 6 objective. Second, Gilkey and Sab. 534 kills, 175 deaths, 140 assists, 10 Slayer, 11 objective. And in first place, in a quite dominating fashion, as it says at the bottom of the graphic here, but oh yeah, um, Shotzi and Falcated, 648 kills, 177 deaths, 156 assists, 10 Slayer, 13 objective games. And uh, it was basically, you were able to take the five highest scoring Slayer games and five highest scoring objective games during Sunday. The Sunday evening play session. Yes. So that's just crazy. 7 to 11 central. So they submitted. So like when I said the games at the end, that's how many they played total, but they were able to take the best best ones ones they had. Uh, Zarn says, oh boy, is Josh I was right back? <laughs> no. <laughs> although, although, <laughs> I was right about the release date. All right. That game was definitely not coming out in November. Uh, that does it for the Tournament League recaps, everyone. You, before we move on to the next segment, uh, just to circle back on the event for Raleigh, I, I imagine that this is going to be the case because I don't see a situation where it's not the case, but I'm really hoping it's the case where all that 
tea, like the, the teas of the new HCS merch oh, that yeah. they have a booth set up. That'd be cool. Where they have all the new items laid out, ready to go. That's what I really, really hope for. Yeah. Is I'm going to go fucking ham on that. Will, it's time for some regular news. So we're not going to do the topic yet. Uh, I'm saving the topic till after the news because in the news segment, we're going to talk about what the flight is going, what the flight consists of, especially for this next weekend. Um, And then we'll talk about our experience from the first flight. Cool. So first up, the new Halo Waypoint app is available right now. So before um, you would have to use, I don't know what it is on on Android, um, but I know with Apple, you'd have to download the test flight app, which is Apple's like beta software, um, like accessibility app. And then you can access the Waypoint beta app through test flight. Um, but now the app is available. Like it's, it's fully out. It's released. Um, and to my knowledge, it appears as though it takes over for the old Halo channel app. So kind of funny. Um, but there's, there's that it is available. You can do it right. You can download it right now. iOS and Android devices. Preview purview. This is by Grim Brother One. This is the Cannon Fodder series, but I just wanted to highlight a couple things here. You can go ahead and check out the full article in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. So, fragmentation. These are uh, two, like the two um, new maps that are in the flight. Okay. So, fragmentation being the BTB map and Behemoth being the um, 4v4 map with vehicles. So, yo, what's up, Brooks? Welcome back, baby. Spartan in the app has no knees. The Spartan in my app does not have the correct, excuse me, customization options equipped. So, and that's been a thing ever since I tried the beta of it. But it is what it is. Heard my girl was here earlier. Your girl. Oh, T. Sweezy? <laughs> Fuck yeah, she was. I told her to drop 1989. She didn't do it. She said red first. But, uh, I mean... I'd like 1989 Taylor's version to come out, but it is what it is. And then she talked about wildest dreams and it's a great song and her version's good. And I'm excited. Preview purview. Fragmentation set within one of Zeta Halo's myriad canyons. Fragmentation is rife with enigmatic elements to take in and mull over from ancient artifacts and nebulous nodes to networked beacons, channeling untold energies. This map is one to add plenty of wonder to the wander. That sounds like a fucking quote out of a Dr. Seuss book for fuck's sake. Wonder to the wander. Enigmatic elements. Nebulous nodes. Jesus Christ. Behemoth. Amidst the backdrop of a vast desert landscape, Behemoth offers a glimpse at one of Zeta Halo's tectonic fabrication seams. Architectural features built to serve a multitude of parallel purposes and remediation to transportation. There they are again. What's up, fat boy Slim? Someone give me a sub. I'm broke. I, no. Um, and then from art to finish, in case you missed it, last week we released a heavy collection of concept art from the Art of Halo Infinite book, showcasing a, a host of, near, of early explorations into the game's development. There's nothing specifically story spoilery in here, but it does give further insight into the intention and feel of of Halo Infinite in its particular pocket in the universe. If nothing else, there's some primo desktop wallpaper material in there for sure. And uh, I have a rotating um, desktop wallpaper of 
a lot from that concert concept art package. So Google Doc of the show notes of the show. Click on the link. There's a zip file in the Waypoint article. You can download them all, and they're fucking amazing. They're amazing. All right, the multiplayer technical preview overview. We're just going to talk about the second weekend, the one that's coming up. So on October 1st, we're actually, fuck that, tonight, <laughs> because it's it's technically starts it, tonight. It is, yeah. Um, so September 30th, tonight, at some point in time, um, the flight access opens again. Um, so again, this, inc- this does not include matchmaking. This is just for the Academy, battle pass stuff, customizations, so on and so forth. That's tonight. October 1st, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Pacific time and 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific time, matchmaking is available. Same thing on October 2nd, same thing on October 3rd, so Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then on October 4th at 10 a.m. Pacific time, the flight access closes completely. And also I should state that all through October 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, so all all through Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you will always have access to the Academy, the weapon drills, all that stuff. It's just matchmaking specifically for bot matches, um, the arena and BTB because BTB is going to be in the second weekend here. Uh, those are only available during the matchmaking windows that are provided. Let's see here. Overall, the goals for these technical preview weekends can be distilled down to the following three areas. Testing the services behind Halo Infinite at large scale, gathering real-world data about PC hardware configurations, and collecting community feedback and reports. Okay, so that's what they're really focused on here. Training mode. To help you focus on what you'd like to improve, you can customize the following options on the fly mid-match. Bot difficulty, and all of them are included. Number of friendly bots, number of enemy bots, up to four. Weapons, primary and secondary. Grenades, primary and secondary. Equipment. Reveal enemy location. Play fighting. Infinite ammo. And deathless. Weapon drills. This time around, you'll have access to the following weapon drills. The AR. The BR. The sidekick. The bulldog. The needler. Commando. Sniper. Plasma pistol. Pulse carbine. Ravager. Heat wave. Skewer. And shock rifle which is new to this flight. And then Bot Arena. In Bot Arena, you'll have access to the following. Slayer on Bazaar, Behemoth, Live Fire, and Recharge. Capture the Flag on Bazaar and Behemoth. And Strongholds on Live Fire and Recharge. Social Arena. Let's see. Oh, during the, I didn't even notice this. Because I was I was confused. Um, but here's a little clarification. During the last technical preview, um, we added in a new map and incrementally upped the difficulty of our oh wait, no, I'm I'm an idiot. I thought this was just for last week and I'm dumb. Don't disregard, disregard, disregard. We already talked about the times 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. and 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific time, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Those are the matchmaking times. Okay. And then the full suite of arena content will be available throughout all play sessions of weekend two. We hope you're ready alongside what we're about to talk about big team battle. 
For the very first time, we're thrilled to welcome players from outside of 343's hollowed halls into the excitement of our new, updated 12v12 big team battle. As, as a note, once more, BTB will only be available during the second weekend of testing, October 1st through the 3rd. If you want to be kept in the know of exactly when things go live, be sure to read the schedule below and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. So, if you're interested in throwing down in one of the biggest battlegrounds we've cooked up, make sure to be prepared to dive in on the following dates and times. So, on Friday, October 1st, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. and 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific Time, Capture the Flag on Fragmentation will be available. On Saturday, during the same time frames, Capture the Flag on Fragmentation and a new game type, Total Control on Fragmentation. Ooh, Ooh, new game type. Yes. And then on Sunday, October 3rd, same times again, Capture the Flag, Total Control, and Slayer will be available on Fragmentation. A little update from Sketch after this article had released. He states, currently, by default, you do not start with BRs in BTB. In my experience, there's no shortage of weapons to go around. Scavenging is a big part of the gameplay loop. And then another update, this is from the Halo account. They state, want to join in on this weekend's October 1st to the 3rd Halo Infinite Multiplayer Tech Preview? You can download the build via the Xbox Insider Hub right now. Halo Insider or not, you can join in on the action. So that's right. Everyone on Xbox is able to play this weekend. They really want to test servers out, test capacity. So if you're on the Xbox family of console, you can go ahead and install it right now and you'll be ready to go. Also, it was stated today that uh, no Xbox Live Gold is required. So you can literally just download it and play when it becomes available. So that's really, really cool. Feedback. Um, to help focus the conversation here on Waypoint, we've stood up specific threads for the content available in the tech preview. For specific links to these, Google Doc of the show to the show, click on the link to this article, they're all in there. But they have specific areas for bot arena, social arena, training mode, weapon drills, live UI, so battle pass challenges in store, PC, and Xbox. Cool? On Sunday, October 3rd, Select insiders will receive a survey in their email inbox. So if you get said survey, please fill it out. Um, lastly, just as a reminder, feedback and bug reports follow two separate processes during flights. Throughout, uh, thoughts about the game, design, weapon balance, etc. should be shared on Waypoint. Technical issues, bugs, and glitches should be reported on the Halo support site. And then they talk about the Halo support site. So go ahead and check out information there. Finally, this could go in the topic here, but I just want to include this. You know, I'll include it in the topic. Well, that's it for the regular news. Oh, sorry. Um, which means it's time for the topic, which is Halo Infinite Flight number two impressions. Well, we both played it. Yeah. Um, before we go... I, before we talk about it, I don't know if you were able to witness any of these in matchmaking, but Green Skull, fellow community member, did. Um, there, there was a, we'll call it 
we'll call it a glitch, I guess you could say, where there were times where there was an opportunity in a match made game against real players. So, you know, when we, you go into matchmaking, some of the weapons on the rack switch, it's like maybe a BR instead of a commando commando instead of a BR, whatever. Well, for green skull, he had an instance where it was basically completely different as in three new weapons that we had yet to see were in this match. That includes the disruptor, the cinder shot and the sentinel beam. So the sentinel beam is making a return, but it is drastically different than how it's performed in other games. It requires a lot more aim, like a lot more consistent aim. Mm-hmm. But when you do, it is deadly, but it okay. also chews through ammo real quick from what I saw. Also, it doesn't overheat to where like it overheats. You have to like wait a, a couple yeah. seconds. Yeah. You reload it oh. and it just like recharges. So it's kind of weird. The cinder shot. Um, this weapon was you would, if you ADS with it. Mm-hmm. So it's like a projectile shot. Okay. Um, kind of like a plasma caster, I guess you could say. Okay. And you don't charge it. Like it just, you shoot. So it's like a pew, pew, yeah. right? Like almost like a grenade launcher type kinda, of thing. Kind of. But the cool part about this gun is that if you ADS with it and shoot, you can control where it goes. Oh boy. So you can like loop it around corners. You can loop it into areas. Like it's crazy. Go watch the video. It's in the Google doc of the show. And so the show again, shout out to green skull for uh, recording this. I would assume you're almost immobile when doing that though. Oh yeah. You can't move. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're literally ADS and just like watching it go. So that's kind of fun. Um, the disruptor is a, uh, a pistol, but it's like a shock pistol. Much like we saw the, the charge rifle. Yes. Now from the video, um, the, the limited use that I saw of it and green skull mentions this as well. It looks like a weapon that's more catered to taking down shields instead of killing an opponent. And it also looks like, uh, like with the shock rifle, if you shoot weapons or whatever on the ground, the lightning transfers. Yeah. So, there's that. Adding a new damage type with the shock. Lightning. Um, so those are the three weapons that were in his match. Brand new, right? Yep. And also, thrust. Thrust. We knew it was back based off of the leak in the previous technical preview. Like it was in the settings. Yeah. Uh, something for thrust was in the settings. So we knew it was in the game, but we didn't know at what capacity. It was in the game. Shyway also did a video on this. You should go, you should go check that out. Um, but taken from the same Green Skull video with these weapons, thrust when you pick it up, um, three uses. Yep. Um, don't know if it's a max of five, like the grapple shot or whatever. When you go pick up multiple on the map, sure. Um, it spawned at the player's spawn on Bazaar. Yeah. So you could probably pick it up right away. Uh, again, this is based off Shyway's video and Green Skull's video. Um, go watch them, please, because I don't want to take words out of people's mouths. Uh, but based off of the use case, have you seen it being used? I have. So it looks like uh, it's not as momentous. Yeah. 
you can't like thrust and then jump and then you get this giant bounce. You thrust and you kind of stop uh-huh. after that thrust. It's like after you thrust, you're just back at normal speed. Yep. It's so abrupt, yeah. right? Um, chart it. Uh, Shyway did a side by side comparison as to the recharge time between when it charges back up and in infinite to when you get it back in, in five. And it looks to be about the same. Yep. So that's, if you're, if you're used to that, that awesome. Makes sense. Um, it also, when green skull used it on bizarre. So, you know, where camo spawns. Yep. Um, by like the big ass truck thing parked yep. in the garage. And then you have the two buildings interconnect. Like, yeah. Right. He thrusted from one side and wasn't able to make it to the other window. Yeah. So it's not, it's not that big. Mm -hmm. Um, it looks like more of a, let's get into kind of an advantageous position or try to, or maybe just duck away if you need to right away. Yep. It doesn't seem as critical to, especially because it's equipment. It doesn't seem as critical to the, um, movement of infinite in and of itself. Yeah. It could be one of those things where like, if you get in a gunfight and you're clearly losing and you have a way to like thrust down in a way and you're in your in cover maybe. Um, but it's not going to give you with the animation that I saw is it's not, <laughs> excuse me. It's not going to give you the advantage in a gunfight. Right. You're going to, cause one that abrupt stop and you're, you can't shoot from, I don't, at least I don't know. I didn't see any attempts to shoot while thrusting. I didn't see any either. Although it did look like, so right now, don't know if this is final because it's a technical preview. Yes. But during the flight and the first flight, um, when you're sprinting, if you you can shoot immediately, like as soon as yeah, but it takes you out of that sprint. So right, if, right, right. But I'm just saying, like you you up and shooting immediately. So maybe it's the same. Maybe you don't shoot while thrusting, but as soon as you're done thrusting, you're just going again. Yeah. From what I saw from the animation, it looks like you might pull your gun towards you a little bit when you thrust. So there, there might be some sort of ready animation again. Sure. But as we saw with sprint and whatnot, you can just shoot and it's like right back. Right. So we'll have to wait and see. Again. Um, again. And yeah, it's part of me is kind of hoping that they just, I mean, obviously it's a lot more work that needs to be done. I don't think it's just a switch that's flipped. Um, but it'd be nice to just have them like maybe on the BTB map or whatever, but what it, what is what it is. Um, PC performance issues. I wanted to highlight this as well. Golden boy put out a little video and uh, he states in his tweet, I love halo and I only want to see it succeed for everyone, regardless of how you decide to play. It was a long, it was too long to tweet. So I made a video to share my thoughts because I'm too, I'm not loco. And I know there's something fishy with keyboard and mouse controls. You and a shot. Oh, do you, our boy. Well, well, I just want to say I I agree in that sentiment from Golden Boy. Something does seem it's it's not wrong but off. It does type. feel something, off. Something Yeah. Even even controller on PC felt off to me. There's also a known I I I found this out too. If you start a game on mouse and keyboard mm-hmm. and you switch to controller, you don't get aim assist or anything back from the controller. It stays like it's mouse and keyboard. That was an issue as well that I ran into. And aim assist already feels so low as it is. So that'd be, that'd be something. So our boy. Unishek. Said, hey, GB, I spoke with the PC team and they've confirmed that the improvements to performance, hitching, latency, aiming, and more 
that we've already made internally will give you and all PC players a first-class experience at launch. There are known issues in the tech preview build, but the good news is, is that most of them have already been addressed internally and are guaranteed for launch. Rest assured, though, we'll continue to improve and optimize the experience in every way they can before launch. And also, I didn't include this here, but there was a slight update. Um, I don't know if it's going to affect keyboard and mouse, but performance-wise, uh, there was a small update to the flight build for PC players that released yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. So make sure you have that. I mean, you won't be able to play the flight without the update installed, so make sure you install the update. Um, but yeah, it should help with a little bit of performance as well. Not necessarily keyboard and mouse. I'm just talking about performance of the flight in general. And then finally, so in shameless plug, but in our Tashi interview brought up, uh, knew we could, knew he couldn't talk about it, but brought up observer mode, right? Mm -hmm. Or spectator mode, whether or not it's going to be in the game. So I found this from nighty night as a matter of fact, and uh, I put observer mode and nighty night stated when customs were available via the glitch that they did or whatever the fuck and people were playing, he started a game as an observer. So, by all accounts, it sounds like it's going to be there. It's got to be there. Yep. Um, especially with the fucking, the, the first event being a week after launch. Like, it's got to be there. Right. So, cool. Uh, Nighty, thank you for saying that on Twitter. Um, and yeah. Zarner says, yes, uh, aiming felt off across the board, especially on mouse and keyboard. That sucks. <laughs> um, all right, Will, what are your thoughts? Oh, man. Um, Just throwing you in there. So something that uh, Heavy Rainfall pointed out. Davey Dave, Wavy. Is that sometimes when there's a timer for like a weapon coming up on the, the pad or whatever, mm -hmm. it counts down to zero, but there's still like two seconds where the animation has to play for it to come out and then you can grab it. Yep. So that timer isn't true to the actual time that it's ready. It's not. There's an animation that you get about like negative two seconds. So that was, it's not a big deal for me, but it's just something that was like, eh. Well, especially in, in like at a, at a top pro level too, like that can fuck up uh, a play that you have that can fuck up a setup that you have ready to yeah, go when trying to pick something up. Waiting somewhere for two seconds, waiting to pick something up is life or death. Could right. be. And we've, we see so many times, uh, regret Slayer when OS spawns bottom mid and you have, when, when it's perfectly set up in a way where you have a, a, a player flying in, yeah. uh, thrust sliding over the top of the hump there to grab OS and immediately pop it. Right. Like, yep. and that's, you have to be down to a millisecond on that to make that work. Yeah. Um, gunplay. I'll start, I'll just start with gunplay. Cause that's sure. most important for me. Yes. Um, aiming did feel off to me. Um, but Unishek said those changes have been made and there's going to be updates or day one. It's going to be better. Yes. So I have to believe that it will be better. Um, My favorite map has become live fire. It's my favorite map <laughs> so far. Um, mainly because my favorite thing to do uh -oh. is to hide in a little the little hole thingy. Oh, no. And repulse people off the map because it's hilarious. I thought you were going to say BXB people. Well, I was doing that too. Speaking of which, uh, real quick, it's patched 
for launch, so you won't be able to do that. And two, thank God. Man, I was there was times I was walking around the map just like boxing. Like I wasn't I didn't know I was just do 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 do. To people who say that they should keep it in because it adds to the skill ceiling are fucking stupid because that there's a difference between BX being and BXRing in Halo 2 compared to whatever the fuck that is in Infinite. It's infinite melee. It's what it is. Not yeah, and you can do it so easily. Oh yeah. It's just it's fucking broken. So no. I am I feel like I'm not even mad like right. I'm all about spreading positivity and shit. But seriously, for the people who think that that should stay in the game, so, go fuck yourself because you're wrong. So you know how you get like a capstone challenge? Yeah. Mine was 25 melee kills, right? Or oh, you like just went for it. Yeah, I would, I, literally would, <laughs> I would literally start the match and fire half my magazine out, like just randomly, and then run at people. Oh my God. That's what I did. When I saw that fucking like, when I saw that, that before we were, really like heavily playing. And I saw that, uh, clip on Twitter where it looked like it, the dude just fucking going in. Yeah. I'm like that. That can't be a thing anymore. That's just stupid. It, it really is. Oh well, man, man. I can't tell you the satisfaction of like, there were so many times where like I'd, I'd fire at someone. Yeah. And then I'd run, I just run away and, and sit there. And I'd watch him come on my radar. And there was a time that Silos told me some guy was coming. I was just like, three, two, one. You hit the repulsor and they just go flying and there's nothing they can do. They don't, uh, maybe thrust is a good, uh, or grapple or grapple shot back. Yep. But man, it's just hilarious. They just go flying, especially when it's strongholds and they're trying to hold it down and you just blow someone <laughs> off the map. just throw the fuck in there. It's, it's like, I don't, I don't have to fire a bullet no. to kill you. I just watch you go by. Oh <laughs> We uh so good. I saw a clip where they were on recharge and a guy was sitting in the corner near where Gravham spawns and uh he repulsed a guy off the edge. Yeah. And the guy just grapple shots him all the way back to him and oh melees him to death. And I'm like, he didn't I don't even think he'd be XP'd him. I just think he just killed him, but I'm like what had to be going through the kid's head who repulsed him yeah. when he came zooming back? <laughs> oh. Did you also notice that if you grappled to an enemy player, you instantly melee. You don't have to press the button. I did not know that. Yeah. If you oh. if you get the player himself and not like ne- the ground or anything, it will if you once you hit him, you will actually melee him. You'll instantly melee. Yeah. That's really cool. Um That's really I did that really once. Cool. Often, if you try to do that and they're paying attention, you're gonna die. But Cause they just, you're, you're just straight line beaming at them. They sure. just fire at you with that AR and you're dead. But if you, like, if you get it from like, if you grapple them from up top or the side behind whatever, and they don't notice, I you get that instant melee off. That's so cool. Um, yeah. Gunplay. Gunplay. It's aiming, aiming felt off mouse and keyboard and controller. Also is, is fine. Um, AR is eh. I don't know what it is. The, 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 I think people are right in saying they need to remove the headshot multiplier damage. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, sidekick, I did have fun with. Yes. I still don't know if it's balanced right now or not. Okay. I don't know if it does need, maybe to kill in one, because like, I get the purpose of it is to be that secondary weapon, mm-hmm. but say you get in a situation where you have to use it, like it takes you the whole magazine to kill someone. And takes seven shots. 
Either way, you can't get like a double kill with it. Correct. Right. Unless another person's weak, but yes, both people are full shields, full health. Yes. You cannot. It it puts you in a situation where like it feels not viable as its own weapon, which I I bet is its intent. Right. Right. With everyone saying how, how everyone wants to use it. It doesn't, if, if it does come down to that becomes a wet, a starting weapon from somehow, some way. Fuck no. It, do, it can't stand on its own. Brooks, I'm with you. He says, think the sidekick is perfect as is. The other thing I want to mention before you continue about gunplay, because we haven't hit on it yet, is that it is true. Bloom is back. Technically, yes. It is. So, uh, Maddie, I think, put in the Discord or some, or maybe it was on Twitter, uh, Mickwin's VOD, like Mickwin's stream VOD. Mm-hmm. Because Mickwin is on what was formerly known as the pro team at three four three, and he mentioned I couldn't find the actual clip because Maddie put the whole vod, but uh, in there somewhere he mentions that um, the commando has like every gun has a use case, right? Yeah, and every gun you just need to learn the cadence to it. Right. And so with the bloom, I don't like bloom at all. I hate it. Don't get me wrong. But if we have to deal with it, I hope we don't have to deal with it. But if we have to deal with it, then we just need to learn the cadence of the weapon. We need to learn what the proper uh, trigger discipline is of said weapon. Um, I think that's because there, I noticed that with the commando too, because I started using it as almost like a, like a, like a, a fast firing DMR and not the hold down the trigger. Mm-hmm. Like I was just tapping it. I wasn't holding that trigger down at all. And the first couple, like two to three shots seemed to hit. It was once you got to that fourth, fifth, sixth shot without resetting. Yes. That you were having issues. That is hundred percent. it. And the same, the sniper too, you shoot that shot, the reticle goes and then it slowly comes back. So if you're firing while that reticle is coming back, you're going to get that bloom shot. Yep. Uh, I want to hit on the AR real quick because Halo Creation brings up a good point. Uh, states, AR is probably fine without the D, uh, uh, fine about the DPS, but it's super accurate even at mid-range, which also diminished the interest of the sidekick. The thing that I'm going to say yeah. about the AR is that it feels too strong at longer ranges, um, which is an issue that we've had in other Halo titles. It is what it is. Could this be swayed by its start in BTB? It very well could be. And maybe when, you know, we are, we always think towards competitive balance. If it's not the starting weapon in competitive and it's it not in competitive, be. I agree. Yep. But if, we don't know. Right. Um, no, we don't. If it's not in competitive, <laughs> we kind of do with the freaking custom games. But yeah, anyway. Right. Go ahead. Um, if the AR is not in competitive anywhere, and it is meant for that social and the BTB range, I think it's actually then, fine the way it is. Then why does it matter? Yeah. Um, the thing that I will say also in terms of the AR and is that um, there, was a, there was a comparison video that was put out on Twitter either today or yesterday or something where it was the Halo CE AR, the Halo 3 AR, and the Halo Infinite AR, and the time to kills between the three. Yes. And Halo Infinite's was lower time to kill, like 1.1 something seconds compared to like a 1.3 and a 1. Point whatever. Yep. Um, so it's not drastically different 
It's just, to me, it's the range aspect of it. And the only reason why I bring that up is that, Will, I'm going to ask you, did you play against Spartan bots at all just to fuck around? Yeah, I did. They are have fucking laser beams yeah, they do. cross map. With the AR. And obviously, no single player can do that. No. But like, holy shit. People were saying they wanted the Spartan bots to be harder. And oh, I, they're, okay, they're aimbot. <laughs> no, ain't they fucking fair? Wall hacks, aimbot. Yeah, dude, I mean, seriously. They, they are literally bots. They are literally bots. Uh, but I just wanted to bring that to the conversation as well, um, just because of that, what what we experienced against the Spartan bots and how dumb, stupid, difficult they were. Uh, let's see. I did a comparison for Europa Halo today, but out of curiosity and depth, when I did the tests on CE, for example, I saw the AR shreds, but at like three meters from the target. And beyond that, it just spreads all over the place. Yeah, that's that's my big thing is the range. But like you mentioned, maybe it's because of BTB, the social aspect of it. And as long as, because Halo 5 had this problem, as long as autos aren't in competitive, we won't have this issue. Yeah. Um, um, what else do I want to talk about guns in the game? Guns. Um, I don't like that the plasma weapons don't disable vehicles anymore, even though I knew this new, the new shock type weapons do. I saw oh, that. It's, it was just a little still like just a, like a disappointing thing where I can't pick up the plasma pistol to disable a ghost. I want like to say something. I want to say that my caveat to all of this is that I never played a four V four match on behemoth against other people. Okay. So I never experienced going up against other players in a vehicle. You did. I want to know yeah. your thoughts. Um, Four v four with vehicles. That map is too big. I think it's too big uh, for four v four. I think it, I think it would be really good for like six v six. Ooh, I know that's weird, but that's I Fuck feel it. like you need a couple more players for map control. Um, one thing I consistently did because they also had CTF on that map. If I got the enemy flag, I would run it bottom mid, and they would never see me. I stealth captured twice running bottom mid. And I also found out another point with capture the flag. Yeah. I don't know if other people realize this. You can run with the flag, right? You can sprint. Yep. But I noticed if you walk, you do not get revealed. You oh. run, you're instantly revealed. There's like revealed, revealed. Revealed. It shows you running on the map. No shit. That's the, I think that's the trade off with being able to sprint with the flag. I'm fine with that. We also were able to confirm, or I believe confirm that you cannot stow the flag and have a primary weapon. No, no, no. As soon as you try to take out a weapon, it drops it. Yep. So that is confirmed. Uh, so that was a big contention. Because we saw... Well, we didn't... We didn't see it. We oh. assumed it based off of the multiplayer trailer. And but didn't they say something about putting the flag on the back of the Warthog? I never got to try that. So I think it's with not the Warthog, but with the, the fucking... What is it called? The Razorback. Oh, I believe you gotcha. can put it on the back of the Razorback. That's the one without a weapon on it. Correct. And you can like store things 
yeah. in the Razorback. So, so I yeah. wonder if the Razorback is going to be, I doubt it's going to be on the BTV map, but I wonder if it's going to be on the BTV map. Yeah. Uh, High Tech Redneck Beth, she states, uh, lucky you, LOL, I think in terms of me not playing a match sure. on the 4v4 map with vehicles. So, uh, Halo Creation says, I don't think it'll be, I don't think so either, but yeah, because you know, BTB, you're playing against other Spartans. Why would you have a vehicle that doesn't have a weapon on it? But who knows? Mongoose. True. Which are on the behemoth as well. Yes, they are. Yes. Um, but yeah, I, uh, behemoth. Well, I guess that's the topic we're on. Um, it does feel too big. Maybe campy at times. I don't know. Uh, real quick, Zarn says Behemoth did have the mini hog, though. It was a glitch, but yes, oh. it did. Um, and then also Brooks said, I think Behemoth is awesome. I'm really happy with it as is. It gives me like the old school Halo map vibes for sure. Sure. Um, I can see that. But it does look really good. Yeah. The, I mean, the charge rifle's on it. It is. The Ravager's on it. It had the sniper skewer. and or the skewer. Yep. Or I guess not and or. Sniper or skewer. Correct. Um, pulse rifle, BR or VK different grenades had camo, uh, over camo or overshield. Oh, head. it had overshield as well. Yeah. Okay. So that, um, but yeah, behemoth. It's okay. I'm not a f huge fan of four v four with vehicles, but it's fine. I saw dust storm talking about it. I think and how he was not a fan. Because he felt like it was too steamrolly. Like if a team got in a vehicle, then yeah, yeah. I mean, we did have issues with that, but um, I repulsed. Uh, so the edges of the map, you're you're raised. You're on a raised platform. Okay. So there are no edges to the map. You're just in the air. So if you you run off, you push someone off, they're gone. So you can repulse a vehicle off the map with someone yes. in it. Yes. I've also had it. I hijacked a ghost. You know what that guy did? He turned towards the edge of the map and I could not get out of the ghost before my animation canceled to hijack it. That's shitty. So they jump off on the map and you, you are like, I'm taking this thing over. And you drive off the edge. Fuck that. So, um, um, Beth says, I like the look of it. Just wish it didn't have vehicles. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a fan. And we talked about this, I think, but I'm not a fan of how the power weapons spawn above where the vehicle spawns. Yes. Um, because it's right fucking there. And I also, uh, like I said, I didn't play a four V four match on that map, but I did dick around in the Academy on that map. And I did some testing. Okay. Oh yes. Yes. I did some weapon against vehicle testing. Yes. Though. I remember. So here's what I got. And this might not be 100% accurate for context. Here's what I did. I had said weapon. Okay. I, uh, I would make it so like you can switch weapons in the menu. Yeah. And when you switch back to the weapon that you want, you have full ammo. You could, you could have turned on an infinite ammo too. I could have, and I should have, but I did. Yeah. So, uh, whatever. Uh, you're right though. So, uh, I stood basically right in front of the vehicle that I was shooting at to try to make it. So every bullet would hit regardless of weapon that I was using. Yeah. Okay. So the most damage possible, I guess. Now, I don't know if there are additional damage modifiers, depending upon where you hit the vehicle. I do not know, but here's what I tested. So for the warthog, it took two skewer shots to destroy. 
wanted to catch it on fire, right? Nope. Oh. Well, yes, but not to put it in like a, one, to make it smoking, but not to put it in critical state. Gotcha. Two, to destroy it outright. Three rockets to put it in the critical state. So not even to destroy it, but you only have like 10 seconds or or even less than that, I think, during that critical state where it's Mm -hmm. flashing red and it's going to explode. But it was three rockets to do that. And that that's what blew my mind the most. Like when I saw that happen and I was like right near it, not enough to get me hurt, but like I was there mm-hmm. around 35 to 40% ravager ammo, not charged. So just the boom, 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 whatever it is, right? Not to actually charge it up and shoot. So 35 to 40% to put it in a critical state. All AR rounds from spawn. So like if you spawn with an AR with a full ammo that you spawn with all of that ammo to do around 75% damage is what I'd equate that to. So no critical state, no nothing. Three plasma grenades to destroy it. And those were stuck to it. Okay. So not, not like radius damage, but literally stuck to it. And then five sniper shots to destroy it because I want to just test the sniper. So that's not all the weapons, but those are the ones that I used. That was against the Warthog. That was against the Warthog. So the ghost, you'd expect things to be a little less. Mm -hmm. Some of them are. One skewer shot to fully destroy it. Two rockets to put it in a critical state. So not even to destroy it, but two rockets to put it in critical. Around 30 to 35% Ravager ammo to put it into a critical state. Again, that's just normal firing, not charging. Uh, Again, all AR rounds from spawn to do around 75% damage. So the same amount. Two to three plasminates to destroy. I had an inconsistency. And again, it was the same test. One of them got destroyed in two. One of them got destroyed in three plasma grenades. That does make me think there might be some sort of damage modifier. That's what I'm thinking too. So just, again, this is all rough testing. Yep. And then finally, five sniper shots of the story. So the same amount of uh, sniper shots. I did uh, purposely, uh, we were we were grabbing sniper and mm-hmm. the warthog spawned. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to pop some tires. Yeah. And then, the, yeah, it was really cool. I, I popped the front too. I hopped in it. And I drove around a little bit just to try it out. Yeah. It's still drivable, but you are not as in control. A little wobbly. You're shaking a little yeah. wobble, wobble. Wobble, wobble. No, that is that is really cool. And then I also saw something where it's realistic damage that is made to the vehicle depending oh, yeah. on where you shoot. Yep, you see like the the paint peel off yeah, in certain areas and whatnot. Fucking rad. Yeah, that is really cool. Um, so yeah, there's just my rough testing about vehicles because that's my, one of my biggest concerns is that I'm not gonna play competitive all the time. I'm not gonna want to sweat in that playlist all the time. And if I get matched on Behemoth, I don't like vehicles on four v four maps. So I just wanted to test roughly. To see how much damage do I have to do to this thing to destroy it if somebody gets in yeah. there. I mean, it does give you, it does give you that kind of BTB feel in a four v four setting. Mm-hmm. There, you do have kind of your your normal three lanes, right? You could run bottom, mid, mm-hmm. left, right, and um, that's exactly it. Yeah. And we're not we're not the biggest demographic for the game. The competitive side is not the biggest demographic of the game. Yeah. You have to take into consideration everybody that's going to be trying this out for the first time, especially in a social aspect, considering the game's going to be free to play. Yeah. And while I am not a fan of vehicles and 4v4 maps, there are plenty of people that are. And so if it's a compromise that it's there, whatever. It is what it is. Um, 
Halo Creation states, uh, you have to take into account that uh, you notably have Repulsor um, and Dynamo nades to counter vehicles, Grapple Hook to hijack, and so on. I personally uh, felt the Hog wasn't that insane on Behemoth because Team Shot can easily take it down in one way or another. That's what I experienced too. Team Shot did take down the the Hog quickly when I was playing. Yes. And the ghost, it was a little harder because of its mobility. Sure. And we talked about that before we recorded the show. I just want to make mention that while that is awesome, um, you, you also understand that you cannot rely on your teammates to do the work as well. If you want to do the work. So that's why, again, this is just very, very rough testing, but you were 100% correct. There are other elements of the sandbox in play, other pieces of equipment in play. And, uh, yeah, especially if you get, the, the charge rifle is on the map too. So you can yes. disable the vehicle. And uh, a lot of people I saw were using it to snipe because you can, if you, you can, you can snipe with it and, and get kills. Yes. But I felt like that, that, that weapon should be reserved for vehicles. I would like to see the player damage dropped off on that weapon. Um, and you mentioned it earlier. So I don't think we've seen anyone from 343 confirm this. So it might be a bug. But when you mentioned the plasma pistol fully charged, not EMPing a vehicle yeah. when it's shot at. I'm hoping it's a bug. That's that's been a thing forever. Right? right. And this isn't coming from a this isn't coming from a classic Halo talk. Like this it, it's it's literally been the thing. Now, yes, you have other things too. And when you think about it, electricity emp yeah yeah but it is just weird that it's not there right now if ever at all again we'll we'll see if anything changes on that right we'll have to um, wait and see but anyway we've kind of been uh, all over the place with the feedback i feel like i went from guns to maps to, to sorry vehicles sorry. go to, ahead um so as far as map goes behemoth i feel like is a good map for what it's intended for it's not my cup of tea, sure. right? But it's a good map for what it's intended for. Um, the three that we got for live fire, recharge, and bizarre. Bizarre is good for objective. Slayer plays a little weird to me. Oh, I hate Slayer on that map. Um, live fire is, like I said, probably my favorite just from, just, just, I think it is just the way it is. I don't know. I like it. Uh, the only thing I found wrong with it is spawns. I've had some iffy spawns where I've spawned a house, which is kind of that back base. I spawned on one side, literally turn and watch an enemy player spawn on the other side of that, of that house. Um, and that, and that is de dependent on teammate positioning, but the fact that it's like three seconds apart and we're both spawning there, that's eh, maybe you should have spawned over by like the. The, v, the commando spawn over there or in the uh, the, the cylinder base. I don't know what to call that. It should I, have been outside that my view range of where I spawned. I know that there's spawn protection, but I got spawn killed on Bazaar. Legitimately spawn killed. There's also... Um, it did not feel good. <laughs> you also can get spawn killed um, if the enemy team has map control on that outside yeah. and house. You can spawn over by camo overshield cylinder. Okay. And there is a direct line of sight from S2. And all they have to do is look away, wait for you to spawn, turn back, back, and you're dead. It's great. I got, like, we, my team got spawn killed, like, three or four times. Like, I spawned, I died. Maddie spawned, he died. 
like type of thing over and over in that spot. That's so, so frustrating. So that is an issue I feel needs to be fixed. Hopefully they fix that then. Um, Hopefully that's just a technical flight bullshit. But and they are yeah, able to fix spawns by launch. Yes. So live fire to me needs work on spawns. Otherwise I like the map. Uh, I would then put, um, is it recharge? I'm, I'm losing the. There's live fire, bizarre, recharge, and behemoth. Recharge. So recharge I would put as my next favorite. I like the elevation change to that. It reminds me of the older maps too with getting higher elevation control and holding those spots down to then have map control. Sure. Um, where you didn't really see that a lot. I mean, you kind of saw it in Halo 5, but not as much. Like that, that, I feel like that map is very structured to have upper control. You get, you get uh, control of the, um, the weapon spawns. That, that the spawn rifle up, spawns up there. Up top. Commando, BR, whatever it is. Yep, the Ravager's up there. Yep. And then direct line of sight down to mid, bottom, the bottom mid, and yep. um, the the whirlpool. I'm, I'm forgetting the callouts already, but you get you get line of sight into there if yep. you just need to nade it out. Um, I feel like that that has an old school Halo feel of trying to get top control. It has like a, I mean, construct is one of my favorite maps of all time. It doesn't give me construct vibes, but it does have that verticality aspect. You have countdown in Halo Reach, also has a verticality aspect with many layers. You have Hang 'em High, Halo One, um, yeah, th th it definitely has some of that, some of those roots in there. Yeah, um, and then I would put Bazaar. Again, I like it for objective, not so much for Slayer. Yep, and then, like I said, the Behemoth is not my thing, but I think it is made well for what it was intended for. I would, I probably. I'd probably flip Bizarre and Recharge in my list. Live Fire is my favorite. Okay. Just because I think it fits every type of play style well. Like long range, short range. For Bizarre? No, for Live Fire. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, God, I gotcha. Live Fire would be my favorite because I think it fits every type of play style. Sure. Um, and then I might put Bizarre in front of Recharge, but just for the fact that I hate Slayer on Recharge more than I hate Slayer on Bizarre. <laughs> okay. But I think Strongholds works so well on Recharge. Like, it just, it felt like it was made for that map. Maybe it was. Because you're not, you're not tied. The thing, the reason why I don't like Slayer on Recharge is because I feel like it's too steamrolly. Once you have access to the rifles, good luck. That's what it feels like to me. So having... Uh, with strongholds, you have dedicated places that you need to be. If you want to be capping points, I like that because it, it makes it so yes, you can get top control and whatnot, but there are, there are times where you have to move. You have to switch. You have to do different setups is con uh, forgive me. Halo kingdom. You're okay. But, Go ahead. Uh, construct. Is that the one with gold lift? And then it's got the purple lifts on the side in yes. Halo three. So it kind of reminds me of Slayer on that map uh, that, you need to take that top control. Sure. And you're at a disadvantage until you do, but then it creates not the let's hide and wait for them to move around to get slays. It's the let's, we have to coordinate a team push to get up there. We need to have to coordinate together, get nades in right spots to push people out, you know, type of thing. Yeah. It's not just a, it's not, it's not just a sit in a corner of a map and wait to get a pick. I've seen instances though, where people were sitting up in like cubbies where the rifles would spawn mm -hmm. and just wait to see. 
And it is, it is what it is. It's a play style, whatever. Um, I'm excited to see if that is one of the competitive maps in the rotation, um, just to see what the pros do yeah. in those scenarios. Yeah, it's going to be, we don't even have competitive maps no. yet. We don't or know. settings. We don't have anything yet. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, other than the first event. But that's that's what I'm genuinely curious about. Um, Brooks says, I agree. Uh, Stronghold's being awesome on recharge. Yes. Okay. And then, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, Behemoth, I need to actually play a game on it. Yeah. But because of the vehicles, it's last. Uh, I, I would say I did have fun. I I had more fun when I played with other people on that map. because Oh, know, yeah. Justin hops in the, or not, I didn't play with Justin, but Dave hops in the. Um, Warthog. Warthog. And I, I, I'm on the gunner. And then I grab the flag, hop back in. We drive it back. You know, it's, a, it's fun. Fuck yeah. There was even, yeah, there was a. Uh, Team-based modes. Yeah, team base. It does. It can require that cooperation, or it can it can get steamrolly too if one team gets all the vehicles. Like it's just sometimes you can get stuck that way. Absolutely. But you need that control. Absolutely. So, um, performance. Performance. Uh, memory leak. Not fun. I had so to now, restart every like three matches. But the restart fixes it. Until it happens again. Right. It's just not fun when like you're going along and then then that you don't expect it. And then that one match, you're like, I'm jumping everywhere or whatever it is. Now, did you only play on PC or did you dibble dabble with the series? I only played on PC. I was thinking of switching over to the series X to try out the next weekend, this weekend, next, next, next X, that team. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't a typo after all. Halo Creation says, ooh, what are your gaming rigs? So, gosh, I'm going to mess this up. I don't remember what CPU I have, but I know it's a, it's a, it's basically a seven, like it's equivalent to an i7 AMD chip. Don't, you have a, it's like an 80, something, seven, 78X, uh, 7800X, something like that. No, you have a Ryzen 7. Right, yeah. I think it's a 3000 series, isn't it? 3800 maybe then? I know it's a, something I know it's something like thirty eight hundred X something like that chip. I got the I got a thirty seventy GPU, thirty two gigs of RAM, a ton of memory. <laughs> it's on an NVMe. Okay. Um, yeah. And then I played on the Studio PC. It's an i nine ninety nine hundred K. Beefy. Twenty eighty Ti. Beefy. I mean, you have a thirty seventy in yours. Uh, and then thirty two gigs of RAM, um, and. Uh, it was also installed on an NVMe drive. So, um, and I also dibble dabbled on the series X for a little bit, yeah. but performance. Um, yeah, it was just inconsistent for me. Yeah. I did notice going from like low to high graphics or high to low, maybe it was only like 10 to 15 frames, which isn't normal for a PC game. Normally going from high to low gives you a significant boost. 20 to 30 frames. And we Probably know more. it's not optimized yet. No. It needs some work. It did run my PC hot as hell. As, as most people said it did. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I, I, I do want to try my Series X and see if I can get that 1440p and what frame rate it gives me. 120. It does solid. 120. I th- and maybe the, think. maybe, maybe I'll get freaking consistent aim assist on a controller then. All I know, so there's a performance and a resolution mode 
Resolution is 4K60 locked, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And then performance is 120 FPS. I don't know what resolution it's exactly at. Um, all I can say is that it ran locked at 120 FPS, and it it looked phenomenal. Like, okay. phenomenal. So the next thing I'm curious about is with friends playing on Steam. Yes. And I'm on Xbox. Will I see them on my friends list? I think they said yes. There's a way or, to... Or they're doing something with MCC. I forgot. I fucking... Halo! Um, <laughs> but, like, I can't I can't remember if it was something that was said that MCC is getting an, an update in Season 8 that allows for your friends to be distinguished between the two platforms. Yeah, so... I the, think that actually is what it is. I know that I had to link my Steam account to my Microsoft account within the game bar. Okay. And then I was, like, because I wasn't... I was playing through Steam and I wasn't able to see my Xbox friends until I did that. Sure. But my, I guess my question is what happens on the other side of that? Since I linked through the game bar, does that mean my Steam friends will now show up on my Xbox for Halo? You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. I'm just curious. I, 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 I'm going to have to check it out when the flight goes live, but. You see your friends in the fire team menu, or whatever the name is, even if they're playing on PC. Okay. okay. So for me, like with the, when I was playing on PC and Justin's playing on Xbox, it was, I went into like Halo creation was saying, um, I went through the fire team or I, or I went in the friends list of the Halo infinite flight, found him in the offline list because he appears offline and then not putting him on blast. I do too. Uh, <laughs> and I sent him an invite that way and he said he was able to get it. Okay. So. All right. There's that. And then the last thing, Battle pass and challenges, customization, all that. How yeah. do you feel? I, I'm curious how you feel about that. So I don't have, I don't have a proper opinion on it because, um, so I think the navigation through the pass is still wonky as fuck. Um, I think, I think navigation through customization is still wonky as fuck. I don't even care necessarily that it's the horizontal menus. I know people have an issue with that. My issue is that if I want to equip a coating, I have to select the armor, select the armor, select the coating, equip the coating, back out, back out, back out, back out, or select the armor, select the coating, equip the coating, then back out, back out. It's not intuitive. It doesn't mm -hmm. feel intuitive to equip things that you want to equip. Yeah, I can agree to that. Um, And... It's, it's like equipping weapon skins and vehicle skins. You have to go change to weapon skins or vehicle skins and scroll through each individual thing before you can equip the thing. That seemed counterintuitive, although the models look very nice. Um, so are you saying, would you rather have like, maybe you still go to vehicles, but then you have a list of all the vehicles right there versus scrolling. Like you scroll up and down. It's the same Just have way. it at MCC. Just have it as MCC. It just works. It to me, it's yes. You don't get the the nice models as much, but like at least it's easier to get through. Sure. Um, I'd rather have it be easier from a usability standpoint than a visibility standpoint. Um, the challenge system, though, let's talk about it briefly because guess what? I really don't have an opinion on it right now because guess what? I bought just tears in the battle pass and just said fuck it. Yeah. Is I bought I bought a weapon set skin, a weapon set pack. A weapon skin pack, Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. like the white one or whatever it was. And then 
your battle pass progression carried over from the last flight. It did. So I was already level 20. Oh, nice. And with the amount of credits that I had. You could just buy it out. I just bought it out. I'm like, fuck, I don't fucking care. Like, I don't have an opinion. What do you got? Yeah, um, I did the same thing. So, But okay. um, going for, I wanted to complete the challenges for the capstone, right? Complete all the weeklies, get that last challenge, get that whatever coding they were going to give you. Right. Um, yes, it did change how I was playing the game. I, it, it did. I was, like I said, I was going for those melees, right? Yeah. Just firing half my mag out and then punching and boxing BX people. BXBing the fuck out of them. Yeah. Welcome back, Maddie. And you can Good literally, you. You, I mean, you don't have to just do BXB. You can just keep doing BX, 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 and you're like, do, 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 So. It's broken. It's very broken. But. That's why it's patched in the actual launch of the game, you fucking but yeah, it did change the way I would, you know, I would normally not do that in a normal multiplayer game. But now, that was also your capstone. Right. But then also there is like, that was like the top of the top. I, th- that's a week, not a full week. Yeah. 25 melees in a full week. Right. Is doable. Right. But right. when it's, Hey, I have one more segment of this flight to go. And I need 25 melees in four hours. You bet I'm going to be punching the lights out, right? Like that's right. all I'm doing. Right. So now that, so the, the, con, the contention is around, right? Like specific weapon type challenges. Right. So melees, you have melee in your back pocket anytime you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like with specific weapons, I'm not trying to start a fight or anything here. I'm literally just saying with the contention is, well, fucking there's a specific challenge that requires five or 10 kills with a needler. And then you have to go get the needler and breaks whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I did use the challenge swaps. You did. I don't know how. Yeah. Cause there was like one very specific challenge that was like, get a kill with the sniper rifle. Um, as someone was like lifting in a man cannon. I'm like, Oh, whoa. Yeah. Have fun playing behemoth. So yeah, exactly. That's what it was. And I, I was like, uh, challenge swap. So, yeah. So now there's okay. So there's a funny thing, right? Because you only have a certain amount of them. Yep. You could get them through the pass. Yep. Or through promotional items or buying them or buying them. So that would be, an area of criticism. Now we haven't played the full game. Yeah. And the other thing to keep in mind is that this battle pass progression is accelerated because of the flight. And you also have to keep in mind that your battle pass never expires. So if it is a weekly challenge that you just can't get done, the only problem I see is when there is like a seasonal event, right? And you have a limited time to get that your armor or whatever it is. That armor set. And that challenge pops up and you're like, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> Do I have to waste a swap on this bitch? Yeah. See that we always talk about providing like valid criticism, like respectful criticism, right? Mm-hmm. That is a thing that I would say. We haven't played the full game, so let's wait till we play the full game. But something that has been experienced is there might be a challenge out there that's like, I I'm never gonna fucking do this. And do you have to waste a challenge swap on that considering challenge swaps are only obtained via specific ways or by buying them. Uh, I know there's like a premium battle pass, right? Yes. I hope, I really hope at this point, the challenge swaps are in the free pass. That that would be nice. That would be nice. Then it it creates the, 
you know, decrease the illusion you don't have to buy them. Or not right. The, right? Like you can you can grind out the battle pass and get challenge swaps and then use them as needed. I would like that as well. I want to add to that and say that I I hope that the free pass also has just good rewards in general. Obviously the paid one you have to get better stuff. Yeah. But like I want I don't want the free pass and I'm not saying you do. I'm just saying I don't want the free pass to just be stuff like that. Um because because the challenge swap system just this whole thing a lot of emotions around it with the yeah. challenges and all that. So I'm just going to wait to play it because like I said, I, I bought my way through the pass. Um, um, but yeah. yeah, I did feel that I was, you know, I always had a play, play three games, play one game, right? That was pretty consistent in my daily challenge. Um, and the, the rest of them were easily obtained. It was just that there, that one that was like just the one. I was like, yeah, nah. And that was a weekly, correct? A weekly, yeah. Okay. So now they did say weeklies are would, harder. Yes. Yes, they did say weeklies are harder. They also said dailies would get more difficult as you progressed through mm-hmm. the day. Um now I'm not talking like crazy difficult things here. They just went through tiers. I went through from play one match to play three matches to play five matches. Like Cool. That was like the progression of my daily right there. And you and you played a lot during those play sessions. Yeah. So there you go. Um, I want to catch up on chat just for a second because yes. Maddie said, I had to kill a Spartan uh, with a fusion coil challenge that I had to swap. Uh, well, yes, because... I don't think I saw fusion coils. Are fusion coils not on Behemoth? I don't think I saw them there either. I didn't. So that's a no. Um, and then uh, Jamar states, well, those events are to come back, but who knows when that will be? Yep. Correct. So you you'd still probably feel if you if you had a challenge that you couldn't complete that in the first thing and then you see everyone else running around with it, I'm gonna feel slighted a little bit. Yes. Yes. So you're you're gonna feel anxious to try to complete that seasonal that uh that special event pass, whatever it is, and the challenges could could get in the way of that if well, you don't have swaps. On on the other side of that you they say you're never running out of daily challenges, right? It'd be and very, very hard to run out of daily. So you, I mean, you could, you're technically going to always be making progress by playing Correct. nonetheless. Correct. It's just, you know, a nice, whatever it is, say it's 200 XP boost for that one weekly challenge that you get done would be nice. Right. Absolutely. I agree. Um, remember what you can grab and throw the fusion coils. That'd be fun on fragmentation. Yes. And that, and like Maddie said, one of his challenges was, I bet that would be a fragmentation type deal. Yeah. Um, he also said that I was bummed once I finished my weekly challenges and locked the capstone. It was still locked with coming soon. Sucks to suck, Maddie. Yeah. You, Just I, kidding. I unlocked like the green armor with the white helmet. I thought for mine, I thought that was, Oh, is that not everybody's because that was mine in the first flight. See my, yeah, mine was something else that I, okay. that, I don't necessarily know if I still have. <laughs> it's been weird. But anyway, okay. And then the only other thing to talk about with that situation that we haven't touched on yet, XP boost. The fact that they're timed and they're not per match. Per match. So as XP. soon as you activate one, go. Yeah, I think that's that's really all. At, if that's the way it's going to be, it's the way it's going to be. So. Right. 
in my mind, be tactical with them. I need to play three matches. So use it on the last match. Use it of on the, the last match of the three to get that XP boost for that challenge. Or it's get 25 melees. When I have 23 out of 25 melees, XP boost, get the last two melees. I'm, I better be able to get two melees in one match. Right. Um, You'd hope. <laughs> you never know. Unless, you know, you get fucking Haynes and Four, Yeah, and four stacked. Four stacked. Um, it's name in common. Yep. Swish. Fuck <laughs> off. Um. Yeah, you should be able to complete that and get the XP. So I think it's just, I know people are worried about it. I think just wait till the full game releases. Yeah, wait till the full game. Be smart with them. Be tactical. Don't just activate, activate, activate because then you're wasting them. The thing that I'm going to say as a sort of rebuttal to that is that I, I don't necessarily like, like I'm fine with doing that. I'm not necessarily a fan of having to do that. Yeah. Where. Sure. Now that that gets us all the way back to the, oh, there should be a separate progression path instead of just challenges that go to the battle pass, whatever it is, and you just get double XP per your match, whatever it is, right? That brings it all the way back to that conversation. But yeah, um, yeah. So it, to me, it feels as though the double XP boost. Now, for what it's worth, the only way you could get them up until this point is through promotional products, right? Is that correct? So like the monster energy drinks, the Nabisco products, whatever it is. As far as I know. And so if you were, if you went out of your way to buy them, then they kind of feel as though they're a little diminished because there isn't a separate progression path. Um, but I mean, you're going out and buying a physical product that hopefully you're eating or drinking anyway. So maybe it's kind of, I don't know. It just feels, it just feels weird to me yo nick with the fucking raid thank you so much man holy shit hope you're having a great day thank you thank you for the raid um what is up dude thank you so much welcome to the live show hope you had a great stream my man um but yeah so part of me feels like slight it's not the word i should use just that it feels the double xp isn't as powerful, I guess you could say. Can sit now if you use it in the sense that you were talking about, where you take advantage of the challenges that you have. Yes, it can be very fruitful, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the fact that you—that's another added layer that you have to pay attention to. And you don't sure. have to. You can obviously use them whenever the fuck you want. But optimally, you want to do what Will was talking about. Um, so yeah, that just feels a little weird. But again, haven't played the full game. Don't know. Um. Was a good was a six six hours? Fuck yeah, man. Uh so yeah, that's that's all yeah, that's all I have to say about that. All right. I'm trying to think if there was anything else I wanted to touch on. But I think that's, pr- that's pretty much it. The the UI has been talked about a lot. Yes. Um the the welcome message or whatever it is, that box that covers Spartans in the in the lobby. Yeah. That's being moved for the final release. Yes. So please know that that will not cover up Spartans in, um, in your fire team. Like when you see them in that lobby, that will be moved for launch that has been confirmed. Um, so that's just something to keep in mind, but like Nick Meister also says, uh, the UI is not pog. (laughs) I agree. Yeah. Um, I had a hard time knowing what grenades I had. That was my big issue. So you're talking about HUD elements as well. HUD, yes. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of both. Yep. UI HUD. Um, 
So I guess we'll start with UI out of the game. Uh, Mia, Maya, Mayaverse, Miaverse, Mia, Mia. Yeah. Um, I believe stated in our Discord about how when you are loading, when you are sitting there at the main menu and you're bringing in your 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 teammates, if there's four of you, it's a it's a very zoomed out view with the four of you in like a corner. Sure. Um, I don't know if that's. I feel like in the first flight, it wasn't that way, that you were all pretty close up. I'm wondering if there's uh, just something that didn't happen where when you have four, it's close, and then if you get more, the camera zooms out to that bigger pelican view. Okay. Because um, that's something like, you know, we have this customizable Spartans where you want to show off your what what your Spartan looks like, right? You, your, your personalization. And then if it's that far of a zoom out, you can't sometimes tell. Like I'm not gonna know what shoulder piece you have on right. in that in that. I was just typing a note for myself to hit on later. Oh, no, that's all good. Um, yeah, and then as far as the HUD goes, mm-hmm. um, yeah, gren- seeing where grenades are, I will. I do miss the Halo Five top left. As uh, I think we think it's Jamar says, wish they kept the grenades top left. Uh, not used to having to look down right. Yes, exactly. Yep. Um, and then, I don't know. It's just something about it is, it's hard to tell when you're taking damage sometimes until your shields are broken and you're, or you're at that critical state as well. Sure. That was a complaint I heard. So, oh, that brings up another point. Um, I'm just hoping the feedback was heard properly or things that they, they need to change. Maybe, I know there is, they talked about at one point, hearing your enemy over your own teammates' footsteps and things like that. So I'm hoping that... As you should. Yeah. You'd want to. Yeah, so I'm, I'm thinking maybe part of that is not hearing your own audio of your shields breaking was, was not thought about when the, all that audio was tuned. Sure. And maybe it just needs to have that little buff of, hey, well, yeah, let's, let's turn the damage in, intake up so we, the player can hear that. I can understand that. But I don't know for sure, but... I think it needs to be changed. Okay. A little bit. Um, Nick Meister says, I have no idea how to navigate uh, the menus. It's very cumbersome. I agree with that yeah. as well. Yeah. We had touched on that a little bit with the, uh, the customization options as well. Yep. So alongside the customization options, just navigating the general menus can be a pain in the ass. Yes. So again, there's, there's a phrase, and this isn't to dunk on anybody at 343. It's just a, literally a phrase that is used all the time is keep it simple, stupid, right? Mm. And that's, there's, especially from a usability standpoint, an accessibility standpoint, a UI, UX standpoint, keep things simple. Make it so I can get, this, this is any piece of software. Make it so you can get to where you want to go in the smallest amount of clicks, clicks or taps. Because... If I'm spending more time trying to navigate around things, I'm not going to want to use your application. I'm not going to want to use, I'm not going to want to play. I mean, it, not to go into the drastic realm. I'm not, I'm not going to play your game because I can't do this. Right. But there are instances where things are harder to get through there. A brief example, uh, to do apps, right. iOS, Android, whatever it is. Uh, I use Todoist, but there, there are people who use Microsoft to do, there's people who use, I mean, uh, Apple's reminders. Um, there's, there's tons and tons and tons of different apps out there. Uh, I've settled on Todoist, but 
like one of my favorites was things on iOS, but it's only on iOS devices. But the, the point I'm getting at is all these apps have different ways to do the same exact thing, right? And you want to use the one that makes it the easiest to do said thing. So you can get in the app, do the thing, get out of the app and go. And with Halo Infinite's UI, it's really difficult to just get in, get to where you need to go, change something and go. And so I really hope that, I mean, I should also submit feedback because I haven't and I should do that, but I hope that other feedback has been submitted on that because it doesn't feel intuitive at all. Um, and Nick Meister even says he use Microsoft to do a notion. See, there you go. Everybody uses something different. Um, sorry, Will, go ahead. No, I, I think I already talked. What else do you got? And you wrote down a couple more things. Yes. So the switching grenades. So you said viewing grenades. It's kind of difficult to understand which grenade you have. Yeah. For me, switching grenades was a pain in the ass, but only on the Series X. So I think this is probably just a setting, but again, the settings are so cumbersome to get through. I couldn't find it. Um, when I asked Justin, because I was playing on controller, I'm like, Hey, do you know what the grenade swap button is? And he's like, Oh, it's this. And I'm like, okay, cool. Did it work fine? Right? Yeah. Left D pad, I believe. Right? Yes. On the series X, it's the same button. Obviously. Dep I mean, depending on the control scheme that you're using. Yeah. But when I would switch, it would bring up a sub menu in the UI to then hit left or right to choose which grenade you want. Oh, that's not intuitive at all. Like that you're literally, again, this might be a setting. So my rant right now might be literally for nothing, but the fact that I'm playing the game and I tap a button, what I would think to just immediately switch the grenade to what I, what, what else I have, mm -hmm. but no, it brings up a sub menu above the grenade icon to be like, Hey, do you want to select left? Or do you want to select right? Or the grenade that you want. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I don't want the grenade I already had equipped. <laughs> Just fucking switch it. Oh, it's fucking weird. Yeah, so when I was on controller on PC... Yeah, I when I would hit the left, it would just switch the grenade. Yes, like you, and like that's what watch. happened on PC. Yes. So the, I think it is... Now, Maddie said, that happened to me once on PC. I don't think I changed anything and it never happened again. Huh. Maybe it's a quick tap versus if you hold it just long enough, the menu comes up. Oh my God. I wonder, but I, I thought I was doing quick taps, but I don't know. I'll t we'll test it. We'll test it either tonight or tomorrow. Um, Nick said, I don't even bother switching. Yeah, I didn't at, at a certain really? point. I didn't even care. I just threw what I had. I was, well, if you think about it, that's really what everybody else was doing. It was just fucking spamming. Nates yeah. too. Um, Beth says, I never had that happen on Xbox. That's really weird. And then, uh, Jamar, if I'm saying your name wrong, let me know, please said. Uh, so for me switching, I did not get your results on Xbox, man. Like I said, though, that was so fucking weird. And I'm like, this is the most counterintuitive <laughs> thing for what I want to do. Sure. Yeah. Oh my God. And Brooks says, can we please talk about how strong frags are? They, they felt pretty. I mean, I don't, that's funny because when I use them, I didn't feel like they were very strong, but when I, they were used against me, they're pretty strong. Yeah, that's. But maybe I'm just bad. So maybe I feel it. like you have to be more accurate with the grenade, but it ha but it does more damage. But that's funny because I've seen other people say that the blast radius seems bigger. Like I don't know. 
it just feels like I die by them a lot. See, and I don't do see, a lot of killing with see them. See, in infinite, I could just boost away. <laughs> you mean in or five? Or in, five. in five. In five, I could boost away. In infinite, I, I can't. It's not there. Unless you pick up the boost, which we haven't seen yet. Jamar is correct. Uh, Ron Hell. Best way I can help you get to pronounce it. So, Jamar Ron Hell. Okay. Is that correct? Are we good? Thumbs up in the chat. Are we good? Um, grenades, I feel they travel a lot farther than in Halo 5. Okay. There we go. We did it, guys. We did. We did it. Yay. Jamar Ron Hell. Ron Hell. Ron Hell. Um, can't wait to show off Halo Infinite OBS stat tracking tomorrow. Yes. We even talked about that last week, Nick, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, wait. Actually, hold up. I think it might be in Community Creations. We'll get there. It is in Community Creations. I did my job. Let's <laughs> go. Oh, darn. You guys know? Yeah, you tweeted it. Yeah. it's. I literally have it in here. We're going to get to it shortly. Uh, Maddie says they definitely felt like they bounced more than before. I agree with that. It definitely feels like grenades bounce more. Especially the shock one. That one's fucking like... Oh, that thing's crazy. That's bippity-bopping, zippity-zopping across the map. Um... The other thing I want to talk about briefly is uh, from a visibility standpoint. So people complained that, uh, oh, you don't know when a shield's been broken or you don't know when, not not like you as the player, but like an enemy that you're shooting at, right? Okay. Um, not knowing when their shields are low or broken or their health is low, whatever it is. So they changed that. They updated it. It does yeah, look better. I agree. But the overshield? Oh, you just glow. Fucking glow white. It's fucking weird. It's awesome. I love it. Well, you can't say you don't know they have overshield <laughs> because good fucking Lord, they glow like a goddamn sun. It's insane. I saw, when I saw a guy for the first time, I swear to God, I looked at just, I, t I told Justin, I'm like, dude, it's wow. It's fucking crazy how bright they are now. You know, they have overshield. I mean, they, you used do to, know. they used to glow a bright green. Right, right, but now they glow a fucking bright white. There's a supernova on the fucking map or <laughs> zipping around. Someone's going to edit. I can see it now. It's bizarre. Oh God. And you're looking up and it's just like guy, like two teammates. And then one of them is just the sun on the map. It's literally that. It's what it feels like. It's <laughs> so fucking funny. Nick's right. It's, it's motherfucking ultra instinct. It's, it's crazy, <laughs> dude. It's fucking uh. crazy. Uh, Beth says, I agree, though. It was ridiculously complicated to mess with settings. Like, they could at least put the most used settings at the top of the list so you can mess with those quickly. I'm thinking, like, toggle crouch, sensitivity, etc. As it is, it's just stupid hard to try to do something like that on the fly between death and respawn like you used to. Yes. 100%. Like I said, you should be able to do something in the least amount of clip clicks or taps possible. Keep it simple, stupid. Um, maybe even have, because like, aren't all the accessibility options in the same screen as something else too? Maybe break things. I mean, no, but if you break things out more than just create more menus, you have to fucking go through. It's, oh my God. Yo, Nick with the fucking subs subscription. He's got your tongue tied. He does. Thank wow. you so much, man. Holy shit. The raid and the sub, you get a woo. <laughs> Thank you, man. God damn. Things are popping today. Love it. Oh, man. We love you, man. Thank you so much. Um, okay. So, let's see here. 
I played a little bit. Of, uh, uh, so I didn't play as much as I wanted to with the flight, but I played as much as I could. Um, played a good amount on PC. Played a little bit on the Series X as well. Series X plays so much better than PC in its current state. I uh, I want to play on PC. One, because my capture card only goes to 60 FPS, and that's a bummer. Sure. But um, I, just the smoothness of 1440, 120 on a, on an Xbox, it's, it's hard to... Not play, not be on. Now, like I said, I don't know the resolution of the 120 FPS mode on Series X. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. But it did look comparable, if not better, than what PC was on high settings or the highest settings. Yeah. It looked really fucking good, and it was smooth. I didn't have any hitching. And they, like I, we mentioned earlier in the show, they did release a flight update, a small one, to help with performance issues like hitching and whatnot. So things should be better for this weekend. I mean, but I, 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 for me, I'm definitely going to download the Xbox version tonight when I get home and just give it a shot. Give both a shot. Yeah. Yes. See where we're at with both. Yes. Why not? And it, like I said, it played so it, it was, it was stupid how much better it played on the series X. Now, granted, what did we talk about so long ago? Will they want to sell the box, yeah. right? Well, they technically sell the box at a loss. They, they sell the box to sell the service now. Right. But they want to sell the box. And one of the ways you sell the box is make things optimized for the box. And it definitely feels optimized for the fucking box. Um, it's, it's actually, it's actually insane. Nick says, uh, series X is better than a 2070 super on a Ryzen 3900 X. Like I said, the, the studio PC, I'm guaranteed the PC you have mm -hmm. the series X played better than that. Yeah. It's stupid. Um, which again, this is a technical preview. This is not launch. And one of the one of the pillars that they said for this technical flight was to get information on different PC configurations. Yeah. It's the whole point. So there is that. Um Nick says, I really hope this PC update makes a difference. Absolutely. And uh Jamar states they should have collapsible submenus like folders for all the things you don't want to scroll through. That would be a step in the right direction and they need to be persistent. So if something can be cached in a way that it remembers, um, obviously when you're playing the game, but like, it'd be great. I don't know if it's possible, but it'd be great if something could be cached to where when you shut the game down, bring the game back up that it kept how you had things configured. So you don't have to continually collapse menus um, every single time you boot the game up. But I like that idea. I do like that idea. But yeah, that overshield look was so fucking weird to me that it's yeah. like a super a supernova. Um, let's see. The controller, I did not play a single second with mouse and keyboard, so I cannot attest to any of that. That's my boy, Will. Um, I only played with controller, and I will state that while it did feel a lot better on the Series X, things definitely felt wonky, especially on PC. Um, it just felt weird. I'm not, not heavy aim or anything like that, but it felt like some games aim was on point. Other games aim was not at all. So I don't know if it's a server thing, mm. um, or a client issue. I do not know, but again, series X felt better, not perfect, but it did feel better. Um, Nick says it feels easier to aim on mouse and keyboard and I don't play mouse and keyboard. 
Um, what would you what would you say to that, Will? I had better luck aiming with a controller. I did. Um, the only thing I would say I missed going from PC mouse and keyboard to controller yep. was that the I guess the aim acceleration because like I could jump off like on bizarre. And like easily do a 180 with my mouse where I couldn't as fast with the controller, right? Yes. That's the thing I missed was being able to like, you know, I was aiming here and then I need to zip to an enemy over here. Like I had more control that way. Right. But hitting my shots, I was hitting more shots with the controller than the mouse and keyboard. A lot of people were complaining about how it was so hard to dial in your settings correctly for controller with the dead zones the sensitivities, the aim acceleration, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot of people I saw were um, complaining about not just complaining, but like trying to provide feedback on it really felt difficult to hone in settings correctly to make things feel fluid on a controller. Um, Beth says also stop making me go all the way out of matchmaking to the main menu in order to change armor skins and stuff. When I could easily do that between games, hoping this is just a flight thing and it'll be there. We're used to in the actual game. Yeah. Cause like in H five, you were able to, was it select? And it brought up that whole menu. You can go to like customization. Or you had customization from the start menu. Yeah. It's, it's fucking insane. Um, and I'm not talking for what it's worth. I think Halo Five system of having to scroll through every piece of armor, every weapon skin, everything and whatnot. Yeah, you can sort by rarity, but no, that's a fucking chore too. That is not a good system implemented. But the way to navigate to that area is way better in Five than it is for Infinite. Yeah. Um. Brooks says three four three ain't talking about uh talking about it but you can't use equipment with a controller the same way you can with a mouse as in also what's up campos welcome back do you both use elite controllers i love using mine for halo i do use an elite controller same and i've actually moved i I can't believe it i've actually am using two paddles it started yay it has started i use the the smaller ones i use one for a because that's sprint for me because i play bumper jumper and then I use the other for X, which is equipment, which allows me to better use the like grapple shot instead of taking my yo dust. Yo with the motherfucking 17 month resub. Thank you so much. Dust. Welcome back. And you get a woo. <laughs> Thank you so much guys. Go listen, watch Podtacular If you haven't already phenomenal show. Um, Campo says I use all four panels. Learning curve was rough. But now I cannot play an FPS without them all. Um, Dust I, says, nice, we're getting ready for our show. Hell yeah, man. I use all four as well. I got A, B, X, and then left select for grenade select. Oh, so there you go. Yeah, I use uh, it allows me with X on the left side, it allows me to not have to take my hand off the uh, right stick for camera. Yep. So I can just use grapple shot and like move more freely with that. So I switched my equipment use to my right stick click in. Ooh. So I didn't have to take that's ooh. So I didn't have to take my thumb off either. I like that. And then my melee I moved to right bumper. Okay. I think my melee's I think my melee's right bumper with bumper jumper. I think left is jump and right is melee. 
Yeah, and then, and then, since we didn't have boost, I put my slide or crouch to B. Okay. So that's on the back paddle too. So oh, I can, you can just zip zap around. That's that's the idea. Nice. Um. Brooks says, as in being able to aim around quickly and precisely with things like grapple, yep, and repulsors or pulsing off the ground or walls quickly or using the grapple shot quickly and accurately. Yeah, and that's just with the with the mouse, it's just so much more consistent and quick than using a controller, probably even on 10 cents if we're being real here. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I like, I, I mean, I, I'll play on a controller no matter what, but I'm excited to see what the optimizations are. And uh, like we said, we'll have to wait and see for the flight this weekend to see how the optimizations have taken place with that little update. Yeah. Um, Juwan says, one thing for me is I'd have to play Halo 3 for like a week straight because I'm too used to boosting out of the way. Yeah. So I can't really dial in my settings yet for a regular controller. I can understand that completely. Yeah, I do the same thing where there was times in Infinite, I felt like, oh, I'm going to get out. And I was like, oh yeah, no boost. No boost. No boost. No boost. Thrust is equipment, though. And uh, who knows? Maybe we'll see it in... Ex- the fuck's the name of the new map? Not Behemoth, but the big team battle one. I forgot. Fra- uh, fragmentation? Fragmentation. I think you're right. Fragmentation. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll see it there. Um, so, yeah. Fragmentation. There it is. Uh, other than that... You may, I think you hit on everything. I re- I'm sorry, I didn't really come prepared. I feel like an asshole. Uh, like I said, I didn't play as much as I wanted to. Um, but no, we did. I, I will just mention, Justin and I got matched up against a team of pros, and yeah. that sucked. So You also played with Dr. Lupo, my favorite, one of my favorite streamers. Yes, who's now on YouTube Gaming, so you can't YouTube use the Woo game. emote yeah, anymore. No, no more Woo emote. Yeah, so we played with Dr. Lupo. We won that game. Great. Uh, we, then the next game, I think it was, it was we, the very next game. The very next game we matched up against Haynes, uh, its name swish and common, um, and got fucking rolled. It was, it was a three minute match CTF on bizarre. And we each got one kill. There was yeah. one team and we got two, but Justin and I got one kill and, uh, we got fucking stomped. So <laughs> that game happened. And the, there was another top. We don't need to get into it here, but there's another thing that was brought up in the discord that had a longer conversation around not being able to view enemy teams uh, until the match is officially started. And I, I'm honestly though, I'm fine with it because it eliminates the dodging aspect that was happening quite often. Sure. But my worry is that once they press the back button and the match is officially started and they see who the enemy team is, they're just going to bounce anyway. And it's like, well, at least you could have done that before, which made it so maybe we could have gotten another person in here before the match started. That's my only thing because we've had instances where halo five, a person would leave during the pre, like while the match is loading, right. And then it would reload a player. So not all the time, but, um, dang, you guys are in the big leagues for matchmaking. We're definitely not. We're definitely not. Uh, it just happened to be the the luck of the draw. It wasn't lucky at all. The, the Dr. Lupo thing was cool, but like going up against a full stack of pros, no fucking thank you. Um, <laughs> so so the, the, the not being able to see enemy teams, the reason why I mentioned that is because since we didn't know who we were playing against until the match started, 
I, I traditionally just press the back button to, to, for me to kind of set expectations for how I'm going to play the game. Okay. I say this yeah. in the discord. Uh, and so I pressed it and I saw the names and I'm like, Hey, Justin, uh, we're going to lose this game. And he's like, are we, why is it like a, full, a team of pros? That's literally exactly what this is. And we got stopped. So that was something. Um, Nick Meister says, I matched um, the Mocket squad once, but it was uh, but it was a relatively fair match. See, we're, we suck, though. So there's the <laughs> difference between us and you. Um, but no, I overall had a lot of fun. Um, I will say I loved the, I loved the Academy where you can run in, choose the map that you want, choose the amount of bots that you want, choose your starting weapons, your secondary weapon, your grenades, whether or not you want infinite ammo, like I should have put on when I was testing the vehicle thing, but I didn't, uh, (laughs) the fact, like, I love how all of that is there. And regardless of the Spartan bots having laser beams for ARs, like it was, it was just really, really cool to test out jumps on maps, not have to worry about things about teammates, uh, getting in the way enemy teams shooting at you just play how you want to play in that environment, test weapons out, test grenades out, test grenade throws, whatever it may be. Right. Yeah. That's really, really fucking cool. And I'm excited that that's going to be in the full game for release. And that uh, supposedly that's not even all like they want to do like drills for everything in the sandbox eventually. Right. Yeah. And just, and I think they even said that there's going to be so, like a movement drill or something when the game launches. So just really fuck uh, the Academy is awesome. The Academy is awesome. Not even from a new player perspective only, but just in general. So cool. Um, yeah. I'm enjoying my time with it. I'm excited to play more this weekend with the limited time that I have. Um, yeah. Excited to see if BTB is actually decent instead of, you know, Halo 5's forge maps the entire time? We'll we'll, we'll see. We'll wait and see. Yeah. No, I think that's just where we're at. Yeah. We'll have to wait on the improvements that they've said they made, improvements they'll make from feedback, and hopefully we get a couple more flights, a couple more weekends to try this out before launch. Uh, absolutely. Jamar also states that, oh, that makes me think about how they should make it easier to know where to grapple. Though we have the Academy, I'd rather not spend 20 minutes grappling every square inch of the map. This is something. Go ahead. There is an indicator to yes. let you know. It's a gold. The little, little, little thing gold in the X in the middle of your reticle. But I did talk about this in the last, when we talked about our impressions in the last flight. Yes. Um, I also wish there was a better indicator, not just for what they have now, but I want maybe a little bigger, whatever it may be. But I also wish that there was something better to indicate when you could grapple. Um, because you're right. I don't want to have to now with practice on the maps, things will become second nature, Mm -hmm. right? We all know this, but especially for somebody trying things out for the first time, learning the game for the first time, getting a refresher, whatever it may be, it can be difficult to, um, determine what's grappleable and what's not even with that visual indicator. So I agree. I want it to be better. Um, Beth says, agree as well. It's so much fun grappling around and, and sniping bots in training mode. Are ready for them to uh, open it up and get, 
Oh, ready for them to open it up and get back at it tonight. 100%. 100%. Um, Brooks also said it'd be, it'd be sick if they had a Titanfall 2-esque obstacle course in it or like the pit in Modern Warfare 2 or even Modern Warfare. That'd be cool. Run through, try to get best times. Maybe there could be like cosmetics tied to that. Did anyone else get over uh, 25,000 in the sniper level three uh, training mode? I don't even think I did that weapon drill, to be honest. Uh, although I do find it funny that the weapon drills try because they, they updated this to make it so weapon drills more cater to the weapon that you're using. Yeah. And it, the bulldog one is just funny. It's just funny. Oh, fat boy slim states. I love how you can grapple the power-ups. You can grapple like fucking everything. Weapons, enemies, vehicles, power-ups, surfaces, everything. Um, Dust says, okay, podcast time for us. Catch you guys later and maybe match you this weekend. Hell yeah, Dust, have a great show. Thanks for stopping by. Yes. Brian, welcome to the live show. Hey, um, Pug dance. Nick says, they need to do a CSGO debug mode where you can see grappleable edges. That'd be something. I think a lot of things are grapple, grapple, <laughs> a bull, however you grapple, 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 um, but you just have to be in the right range. Yes. Brooks says, I just saw over 60,000 for Snipe 3. 60,000. Will. Wow. I bet I get like, how much is it per kill? Do you remember? On what? The Sniper Challenge. Oh, no idea. I got like just barely over 25K. I bet I'd get 1,000. No. <laughs> That's like one kill. I know. That's that was a joke. I think you joke. get like bonuses if it's like headshot, headshot, headshot. Yeah, right? multi kills like within specific times. Yeah. And the other thing with the sniper is that you have to uh I mean if you if you reload clipper magazine. It's a magazine. Okay, so if you if you reload a non emptied magazine It reloads faster. It reloads faster. Fire three reload. Yes. And the sidekick too. Yeah. That thing fucking reloads super quick if you have like just a partial mag. So just keep that in mind. I'll probably have more thoughts. Uh, and especially if we're going to have a, if we're going to do a show at the normal time next week, then I'll have more thoughts to share when I play more. But I think sure. that's all I got right now. Yeah. All right. Let's so, move on. Sweet. Uh, with that, let's get into. God, another game's a watch, except we don't have anything. So it's time for Will's Adventures with the Nailovers. And other games, too. Will, I'm going to say that you played. What'd you play? <laughs> well, obviously, I played the infinite. What? A flight test. Test flight. Yeah. As uh, I don't know if I need to go through all of it again, but okay. <laughs> um, and then I played Destiny Two. I got my light level up to. I have drops coming in above thirteen, so I have some items that are thirteen twenty, some that are thirteen twenty one. Um, I'm getting that level with with the artifact. I'm up to, you know, thirteen thirty. So congratulations. Um, played trials. It was horrible and great all at the same time. I did get rewards for completing bounties. Um, getting a certain amount of match wins, you still get some rewards. Yep. So they made it so you don't have to get flawless. Yep. And then rewards. I also played with Hero Spartan a little bit. 
And then at a later time, I par- I teamed up with an old streamer that I used to watch on Twitch. He left streaming to take care of real life things. But um, Bad Bad Ro- Bad Bad Robot uh, reached out. I put a thing on Twitter. Him and his significant other. I don't know if girlfriend, wife. I don't know where they're at. Okay. But she's a streamer as well. Oh, so, so they played together. They played together, nice. and then I got partnered up with them for a trials game. I got hard carried. I sucked. <laughs> but I reached out and was like, yo, I just played with Bad Bad Robot, and I, I just kind of put a nice sentiment saying, you know, I, I he was actually my first ever sub on Twitch. That's awesome. And, um, yeah, I remember, like, it was one of those things where, like, I, I, it was one of those, my first sub, I dropped in, maybe he had... 50, 50 viewers at the time, you sure. know, one of the small things, and then he blew up getting, you know, during everyone kind of blew up during Fortnite era, right? Like sure. he was getting 200 uh, more or more viewers. And um, yeah, so I put a tweet out there saying, you know, I missed his content and whatever and hope he's doing well. So, That's and awesome. they, they also went flawless on the weekend at one point too. So I congratulate him on that, but it was cool to play with, to match up against someone you recognize like that. You should have been on that flawless card. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, no, um, <laughs> you know, I was going in. Okay. So at the time I was going into trials around like the th- 13, 10 to 15 mark. Sure. Where now that I'm above 13, 20, I feel like I stand a better chance. I feel like it made that much of a difference. Okay. Cause like my ace of spade should be three to four shotting and it was five to six shots to kill. And that's drastic, that especially is. in that game. Yep. It, timing matters so much. Yes. My snipers weren't even one shots. Like that's how, that's the difference right there. That sucks. <laughs> yep. So, and I also, I wasn't a big fan of the map it was on. Also, they added that stupid capture the flag point to trials, which it should, that was never the point of trials. It was slaying, reviving. It defeats the whole purpose of what trials used to be. Please take it out, Bungo. You fucked up. Moving on. That's all I got. What did you play this week, Josh? I played the Halo Infinite Technical Preview number two, like you did, obviously. Um, I played some Final Fantasy fourteen. I'm just plugging away at patch content, uh, heading into Stormblood, which is the second expansion for the game. So long way to go. Um, played some Destiny 2 as well. I'm just plugging away at the story content that refreshes every week, um, doing powerfuls when I can. Um mm-hmm. And I just, as of yesterday, I think I, I, I still need to complete it to fully unlock it, but I got the Agar Scepter uh, catalyst. Gotcha. Um, now now need kills with it. Yes. Just need kills with it. That's all. Um, played some Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. So my niece, fucking Davey Wavy with the 17 month resub as well. He says, thanks for the delayed show. Now I have nothing to listen to driving from Kansas City to Wichita. Uh, L. Well, happy belated birthday, Dave. Yeah. Fuck you too. And <laughs> woo. Um, I, you know I can make him feel real bad right now on why the show was delayed. <laughs> you should know. <laughs> At least, yeah. No. no. No, I. No, we're good. We're good. I hope. I hope so. We're good. I hope so. Um, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. So it's my niece's birthday. Yeah. Okay. Let me tell you a story. It's my niece's birthday. And she uh, really got, I, I should feel, I feel privileged because she really got into video games because of me. And 
Uh, her name's Melanie, and I love her, and she's amazing. I also love Anna Lee, my other niece. She's amazing, too. Uh, so Melanie had her birthday. She had a gaming and anime-themed uh, birthday party. The anime theme was more uh, My Hero Academia, which I need to watch, but that's besides the point. She really, 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 really wants to beat me at Smash. Okay? Mm-hmm. So she challenges me all the time. Always. So because I wasn't able to attend her birthday party because there was a sickness running through the family, not COVID. Um, I spent some time with her one-on-one and we just played smash the entire time and uh, not to gloat, but I beat her every time. The reason why I bring this up is because she is a link main and I am also a link main and no, she did not ask me who I mained before she picked hers it just is a coincidence that she happened to be a link main as well, which I think is amazing. Um, and she also played with a ton of different characters because I have all the passes. So she was able to test out. She's a big Minecraft fan. She played with Steve and Steve. yeah, she's played with a bunch of different characters and it was a really good time. And there will come a day, mark my words where she will beat me. And when that day happens, I will feel more than happy to pass the baton over um, but as of right now, these old man hands are still holding are up, still kicking my niece's ass to smash. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, but no, shout out to Mel. She's great. And yeah, played some Borderlands three. So I got it when it was on a deep, deep sale um, on the series X, because it also has a series X up- update. Um, and so the wife and I are trying it out and we'll see how that goes. Just played for a little short time. Um, and then also I reinstalled Forza Horizon 4 um, because I just want my racing game fixed and Dirt 5 is not it. I tried it. It wasn't it. Reinstalled it. It still ain't it. So reinstalled Forza Horizon 4. I'm playing through some of the um, uh, Fortune Island expansion that came out in preparation for uh, FH5 coming out soon. I'm excited. That's all I played. Will, let's get into some shout outs. Boom. What do you got? You want to know what I got? Yeah. Well, I got, I got stuff. Shout out to everyone who joined the community play date. Uh, I wasn't there, but you guys know who you were. You were there. I was there. Yeah. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. That's a lot. It was. The support today has been insane. Yes. Everyone. Thank you all so fucking much. Um, V Dark Matter, Taylor Swift. Drop 1989, your version, please. Uh, Chris Pog, Beth with the 17-month resub, Frumpy Apollo, love that name, with the follow, Halo Creation with the five gifted subs, Divine Mind with the gifted sub, uh, Nick Meister with the raid and the sub, Duststorm with the 17-month resub, and Dave with the 17-month resub as well. Thank you all so fucking much. Also, that's not all. Um, that's not all. Do you have the list up? Because that's not all the list for what do you have? You just have chat open. Is that, yeah, yeah, is yeah. That it? I don't have the, the, the dashboard. Give me a sec. The raid from Fatboy slim. Thank you. You. Yes. Fatboy slim. There was also uh Jamar as well with the follow and Berg with the follow as well. Is there a reason? Oh, it just got pushed. Yes. I see. Yes. So thank you all so very much for the subs, the resubs, the follows, the raid. 
Jesus Christ. It's been a day. You guys are fucking insane. Um, happy belated birthday to Halo 3 ODST. Halo 3. Gandhi. Not like, you know, old Halo Pro Gandhi. Yeah. Boo Boo Doo Boo. And our own Davey Wavy. Heavy rainfall. Um, Jamar says, I technically followed you the other day when you were offline. Yeah, but I still got to shout you out. We still see it in the feed, motherfucker. We're going to shout <laughs> you out. Um, and then happy birthday today to Spartan himself. Happy birthday, sir. No, you're streaming right now. So happy birthday to you. Nick says, always a pleasure. One of my all-time favorite podcasts. You're so nice. I love you. Honestly, started y'all podcast last week. I'm on episode 30. Jesus Christ. Oh, wait, you're going through the old stuff? You're in for a treat. Oh, man. It's all, I mean, wow. What one was? Ah, what was the bad one? 36. 36. Enjoy episode 36. I still don't like that episode. I love it. Enjoy episode 36 and enjoy the Taco Bell episode. 50. Episode 50. 50. And then uh, episode 86, live from Chicago with heavy rainfall. With Davey Wavy. Enjoy all the interview episodes that we've had. Episode 200 with Tashi. You're in for a fucking treat, man. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being here. Oh my God. So nice. So nice. Enjoy. It's, it's something. <laughs> the old ones are something. Um, but yeah, um, community creations, Nick, you're in here. Uh, your guys' predictions about the flight for infinite being open to all was technically correct this weekend. We're just, we're fucking smart, except I'm not. But hey, our predictions normally not this on point. No, when it comes to tournaments, no way. We're never on point when it's, it comes to it's tournaments. It's funny because we'll be like, all right, this is the one where Tox gets upset or whatever. And then they just dominate. We're like, yep. all right, Tox is winning this one, obviously. And they get upset. Splice comes in. All yeah, right. Fucking <laughs> whatever. A. Uh, Brooke says, I never thought about going back. Damn, I might have to do that now. You should. Oh, there, some of them are treats, man. Nah. Some of them are Ooh. treats. Uh, Community creations, Halo memes every day, reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Halo memes. Check I'm going to interrupt out. you. Oh shit. If you want some good laughs, the early roster mania from me trying to pronounce gamer tags, right? It is some funny shit. Cause I didn't know how to read gamer tags. Like people throw in the backwards ease and the weird stuff in there. I didn't understand it. I'm better now. I definitely am better now, but there's whew. the best part about all of that is that that's when roster mania was super long too. Yeah. We'd talk about like the Microsoft store events. Yeah. And I had to read like a hundred gamer tags in an episode. Yep. Just wait till infinite kicks off, bud. We have the first open event in Raleigh. Get hyped. Uh, I'm not including them all. Don't worry. Uh, Don't worry. Uh, Jamar says, yeah, splice predict for Nola was something. <laughs> Wait, you guys end up doing that? Yeah, we do. We just, dude, trust me. You are in for a fucking treat. Just wait. Um, Nick says, stop calling me nice meister. That's why. Yeah. I said that once. I believe uh, I'm not going to stop that. Nice. Nick. It's Nick. My Nick. It's Nick meister, but it's nice. Meister. Nice meister. Uh, yo, <laughs> sometimes words just, I do. Ha I need to wear my words are hard today. Shirt more often. You do. You do. Yeah. It's a good shirt too. It's a solid fucking shirt. Dave says old school HGS pro talk is best era of podcasts. You want to go back to that shit show? It wasn't a shit show. I'm proud of it. We need to get back. <laughs> we need to get back at our, 
Back in the basement. Journalism shoes. That's what we need to do, Will. We need to break a hot story again. I'm just kidding. Um, Clips of the week number 124 by Beth High Tech Redneck. Go check out that video. We have Halo Survival Episode 2, the Halo audio drama, Halo Infinite fan made by Podcast Evolved. Our boy Will's on it. Go check it out. It's great. More episodes to come. Bada bing, bada boom. Hoonigan Warthog series parts three and four, and I think five are out now. I only included parts three and four because I think five released today, maybe. The Hyperkin Duke Wired Controller for Xbox Series XS, Xbox One, and Windows 10. The Cortana 20th Anniversary Limited Edition Controller is available for pre-order. That was a motherfucking mouthful, but it's there, and I think it looks like ass. But Justin, I think, is going to try to get one, so there's that. Will, what are your thoughts, first impressions on the Duke Cortana controller? I like that it's purple. Sure. Do you like that, though? It's not great. I mean, your hand's probably going to be covering it the entire time, so I guess who cares? She'll just be eating your hand. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking weird. Um, I like that it, like, the old school box looks cool, too. Like, oh, yeah. The big box. They're cool. They're cool, man. For what, for the record, uh, or for reference, Hyperkin released an original Duke controller as well, and uh, mm-hmm. they have an LCD screen on the front where the Xbox logo is, and when you turn it on, uh, it does the animation of the original Xbox boot up, it's which really is cool. really fucking cool. Um, Unditanza Final Halo 5 montage called Gratitude, again, by Unditanza. Go check that out. We have an OBS overlay update by Nick Meister. Nice Meister. He states, hey, Halo streamers, good news. You'll be able to track Halo Infinite stats through my OBS overlay when when Infinite drops in December. Go check out the motherfucking tweet. Um, Jamar states, I just didn't try after I failed for the Elite Controller Halo Edition. Hey, I understand. Um, Next up, an oldie but a goodie. The rise and fall of Halo Esports. This is by the Score Esports. Go check out that video. Again, it's an older one, but it's phenomenal. Go check out that video. The Score Esports, phenomenal work as always. And then finally, Operation Charity Falls, episode three. This is by Halo VXS. This is years in the making. Very, very well done. Go watch that if you have the chance to. Ladies and gentlemen, that's all I got for the community creations for this week and the shout outs. Will, without further ado, would you mind plugging the goddamn show? Of course, you can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for on, for on for HCS Pro Talk. We're on most platforms out there. We are. Join the Discord. Join the community discussion. Look for us on social media. Search for HCS Pro Talk on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're on YouTube if you want to watch old vods of the show. Yes. We're live on Twitch. If you're listening, you can come over and watch live or you can just keep listening it's, uh, it's really up to you what else uh website hsport.com link to merchants top right corner we got some plans we just need to work on them yes but we do have plans we do have plans and don't forget to find folks over at podcast evolved Ooh. make sure to check out halopodcast.com your home for halo if you want lore check out po- their show podcast evolved if you want missions halo missions want to go back listen mission debrief books they have they have book club Blocks, build with blocks. And for top Halo news stories, check out Halo Headlines. Hell yeah. Uh, that's all I got. 
Josh, what's on the next uh, show? I see you actually put something this time. I was going to mention that I actually put something this time. (laughs) (laughs) On the next episode of HCS Pro Talk, we have more thoughts on the Halo Infinite technical preview, and I may actually bring something to the conversation next week. (laughs) (laughs) All good. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, like we mentioned earlier, I just want to say this again. If you are going to go to HCS Raleigh, we will be there. It's going to be Will's first ever Halo event Please make him make him feel welcome. Um, come over to us. Say hi. Say what's up. Let's have a chat. Um, I'll give you a hug if you feel comfortable with it. Um, and we'll just we're just gonna have a good time. It's gonna be great. Hope to see you there. Can't wait to see you there if you're gonna be there. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is gonna do it for episode 202 of HCS Pro Talk. I want to thank you very much for listening. I want to thank you very much for watching. If you're tuning into the live show, hope you guys have a great rest of your night. Um, If you're listening to the show, I hope you have a great rest of your day or night or whatever the fuck you're doing. Um, We'll be back next week to talk about more things. And uh, you know what I think we should do, Will? What's that? I think we should send our stream over to Spartan because it is his birthday. I like that idea. Stick around. We'll get the raid going and we'll hope to see you over there. Nick Meister, thank you for the follow on Twitter. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, I'm going to bring his stream up. We will raid him up and, uh, what the fuck is his shit? Spartan the dog. Spartan the dog. I yep. found it. It's Spartan the dog. All right. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for us. It's going to do it for, do it for episode 202. Thank you so much for being here. If you're tuning into the live show, you guys are amazing. Thank you so much for listening, watching the VOD, however you're consuming the content. We appreciate it. We hope you have a great rest of your night. We hope you have a great weekend. Enjoy the infinite flight if you're able to play. And if not, it is what it is. We'll talk about it more next week. But until then, bye-bye!